Hello. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. One and all to the greatest show in the world. The greatest... What's the business, y'all? It's your boy, Justin954, back on the podcast with everyone's favorite uncle, Aaron Claude Miller. Thanks. I was about to just keep going until <laughs> someone's on, so you really saved me. I had nothing planned there. Uh, and I'm going to quickly hit our uh, guest drop real quick. Because we have a guest tonight. Reveal yourself. Hey, it's Seth. Touch me in my demon soul. What's up, man? <laughs> in my Seth demon Myers. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, <laughs> what does she say? Touch the darkness inside of no, me. No, she yes. says, "Touch the demon inside me." Ooh, is what she uh, says. Touch ah. the demon inside me. So, touch my demon soul. Just we've, touch me yeah. down deep. I think we've all touched <laughs> someone who had a demon inside them. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a lot more fun <laughs> when you're touching it than it is when you are not touching it. <laughs> uh so yeah we're uh this week we're gonna be talking demon souls kind of going over the original uh talking about our hopes and dreams for the remake um and uh yeah we have some stuff for our weeks um and there was news but i didn't really write any of it down uh it's mostly just things getting pushed back basically like yeah and i mean i guess we'll go over whatever little things came up or out There's one X- thing, xbox information you know that xbox. yes that uh, i forgot to write it down oh no i do i have joe i have it yeah i just don't have did y'all talk part. about the um the Fortnite apple stuff yeah a little no. bit that was kind of interesting we? you yeah, that's gonna it. be a crazy thing yeah you mentioned Lawsuits it jesse galore. but i don't know if there's any new info mm. i mean also i don't know how much i care about it it's just like yeah. uh some weird law legal shit with <laughs> Fortnite. Uh, getting pulled off Apple, and then they're getting upset, and it's crazy. If you're interested in that kind of stuff, look it up. There's a lot of if, a lot of crazy bullshit going on. If this rift helps me never see someone else's child doing Fortnite dances in public, <laughs> I'm fucking good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you, I know that's a funny thing to make fun of and all, but it's like it's real. It's like, real. Two examples. Is one is my brother and his kids were over here like a while ago, and they're all like young, like you know, like I think the oldest is 14, under that's like nine or some shit. And one of my nephews was just standing listening to them talk, you know, and he was just he was just doing the floss dance, yeah. like yeah. subconsciously, <laughs> he couldn't help but just like doing it. It's almost kind of yeah. like mass hypnosis. And then also, I was at work and there was like a kid. Like maybe a sixteen-year-old kid. Uh, this girl over while her mom's looking at like produce, and the kid was behind her. Like I could see in her head, she was like practicing little the little moves. And then they looked <laughs> over and saw, and I, I I pointed into my eyes like I see you, bitch. And she put her head down like oh shit, I got caught doing Fortnite dances. Yeah, you know what's funny? Uh, Seth and I were talking off air um, about Scrubs. One of the you know the main dances from the original you know release of Fortnite was uh, Turk's um, Turk. po- um, that girl you know poison dance when he did the air band uh, yeah and it's I mean that one's great because the original is fucking amazing like it yeah they, they things... put it up in comparison it's frame by frame they yeah they literally like modeled like took his like yeah they probably made him the skeleton of it him. yeah yeah they probably just digitally mocapped his ass it's just put a bunch of markers on him and let him go but mm. it's one of those dances where people are doing so much shit but in the ex- like 
he's not moving. It's like how I, I'm yeah. I'm rhythmically uh, stunted. I can't really do. I mean, I can learn most things, but I I, I don't know. I I can't figure that one out. My cousin, yeah, good. Yeah, my cousin's like big into EDM, and he keeps on Facebook uh, like sharing videos of um, different girls he knows uh, dancing, and like I don't know, they do that kind of the the leg portion of that dance where you're like running in place, you know, but like mm-hmm. also twisting your feet. I don't know, but he he keeps posting these um, girls that he's friends with that he goes to raves with or whatever, um, and they all do the same dance. <laughs> And I'm just like, I need to learn this just because it's fucking cool looking. But I'm also yeah. almost 40, so I should probably just learn how to load a, not. load a gun with one bullet and um, take the safety off. You know what I mean? Sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, another one was a rapper. They did a dance that some rapper made up. I think his name's Fetty Wap. Yeah. The one I did. And uh, they did this one dance where he kind of like swipes the air or some shit. And like he went, he went after them like to court. Like, yo, you literally took a dance I made that's a cultural regional dance. It's not anything from before. It's literally traced back to me. Pay me royalties, bitch. And they're like, no. And then they went to court. I'm not sure what happened. I'm sure they paid. They well, sell that court. Trademark but... it. You know, he can potentially prove he's the first one who did it. But if he doesn't own the intellectual property or whatever, like the the specific movements themselves, it's probably. A no go. Yeah, you're, you're probably out of luck, motherfucker. Uh, Fetty Wap had a flavor of Rap Snacks that I really enjoyed. Rap Snacks is a brand of chips uh, mm-hmm. with flavors named after rappers. And Fetty Wap yeah. had honey jalapeno <laughs> ones. Boy, delightful. But speaking yeah. of dances, you know, like artists making dances, you know what I didn't realize until my wife, Kelsey, my wife, told me this. Uh, I think we were on a road trip. It was we were driving somewhere. Keep rolling by Limp Biscuit was a, an attempt to make a dance, and then you watch <laughs> the video and you're like, "Oh shit!" It's literally telling you how to do the dance. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like you're like a big steering wheel. Well, no, it's move in, move out. So you jump in, jump out, uh, hands oh, up, hands down, right. back up, back up. And when he does the back up, he does like the push forward. Uh, yeah, and then he does three different types of rolling dance moves, <laughs> three different steering wheels. And I was like, <laughs> it blew my mind, and it also made me lose any remaining shred of respect for Limp Bizkit, which literally resides in West Borland because he's awesome. Like he's a really good guitarist, and you know he's a talented musician. But I lost yes. it all. I'm like, he played guitar on that song, so fuck him. <laughs> How dare you as like a new metal, you know, metal adjacent band, right? Try attempt to make a pop dance. Like how fucking Fred Durst, you piece of shit. (laughs) I mean, Fred Durst is a calculated guy. He's very smart. So everything he did had a reason behind it. But fuck me. It like blew my mind. I couldn't believe it because... I always just thought like this cheesy ass song, you know, like whatever. And then Kelsey's like, no, me and my friends would do the dance. And I'm like, what dance? And she's like, have you watched the video? I'm like, no. You know, I've seen <laughs> parts of it. And then we pulled it up and I was like, oh my God. They tried to make like a fucking soldier boy, you know, they tried to have. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> God. I thought of you today, Jesse, um, because I was, okay. um, 
I was doing something for work and I was like really engaged. So I was just putting a YouTube playlist on behind it, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I forget what I was listening to. Like, I want to say Deftones. Like I was just putting on live performances of Deftones because we can't go to concerts anymore. And I guess it, you know, the next video up was like a live uh, pl- a playing of uh, Wait and Bleed. <laughs> And I immediately thought of you because you're, you know, you you loved Slipknot when, you know, they were kind of like an entry into screamy music for you, if I remember correctly. I feel like you've told me this. Uh, a little bit, kind of, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Slipknot was a big deal before them was Fear Factory, but yes, well, yeah. Slipknot was a major part yeah, they were, of my life. Fear Factory and Slipknot were like kind of blown up at the same time. Um, yeah, Fear Factory was. B- well, no, Fear Factory was like mid '90s with the manufacturer and Soul of a New Machine. But, but right around I mean, that I don't early 2000s, no, no, but all right around that early 2000s, there was a Fear Factory album that was really good, actually. Oh yeah, Obsolete. Yeah, it's, it's one of the best mixed metal albums ever. People still cite it. It's yeah. great. It's a fucking great album. That's that's why I say that they were blown because that album, you know, I had that, and I I I don't know if I had the Slipknot album that I don't even know the name of it. Um, Self-titled. Oh, okay, so it's just Slipknot. Okay. Uh, but I had a couple of tracks off it that were pretty good, um, but yeah, it just made me think of you because nice. Um, I remember you just saying like you, that. Maybe it wasn't an entry. It was when you decided you were like, "I'm gonna learn to scream." <laughs> I remember you saying oh, yeah, something well, like that. Uh, well, just like l- mimicking Corey Taylor, like yes. taught me how to scream and like not r- destroy my voice. Like that's how I kind of called learned. a fry scream. <laughs> Uh, kind of, yeah. Depending on depending, depending on the type, there's two, di- there's a couple different kinds that you can do, but yeah. Um, anyways, I I, I looked into it after you t- you told me one time like I figured it out, and it was like once you figure it out, it kind of clicks. I was like, I want to learn how to scream. I can't do it yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting there though. <clears throat> I'm getting there. I scream in my car by myself while I'm driving, <laughs> and I headbang. I mean, I've always done it, but this, <laughs> I'm trying to learn to do it so I don't wreck my voice. Because you know, sometimes you'd be headbanging in the car screaming, and then. You you lose your voice the next day, and I'm like, mm, I don't want to do that. Yeah, either. and also like, don't attempt Chino stuff. No, because even through his career, he's had like reconstructive surgery because all that screeching he does, you can't. There's there's no proper way to do that. You can't. Yeah, do no, that. It's, it's wrong. It's bad. You're, you're you're literally gonna kill your voice. And the worst part is he started that shit when he was like 14. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just, and that's why he, you know, a lot of their newer stuff is more melodic, like you know, more. I was singing. just about to ask that. That makes a lot of sense now after you say that, because I listening to his earlier stuff, it is a little heavier screaming and stuff, and then the newer stuff is very like kind of chill in mm-hmm. comparison. Yeah, yeah, they were moving that way anyways, but he destroyed his his vocal cords. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can still sing beautifully, which is great. Like he his singing yeah. voice is still amazing. But yeah, th- yeah, that's why he doesn't scream as much. But I saw them play Rocket Skates live, and he fucking destroyed it. Mm. Nice. Um. Anyways, let's go ahead and uh, get into our... It's been... One weeks. And really, it's been one week, uh, technically, for all of us. <laughs> yeah. Hailing it. Um, let's get it. I'll go I'll go first, because I've got some stuff. Uh, no, I'll go last, because I've got some stuff to actually read. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Um, all right, I guess I'll go. I am still trophy hunting right now as we talk, as we do this. I'm just dicking around on the Sega Genesis Classics collection because there's a platinum for it and there's like 50 something games. But luckily, the trophies aren't beat every game. So some of the trophies are real simple get to a certain point in a game. Like a Sonic one is get 500 rings 
on any Sonic game, so that's just easy. I'm doing a Columns one right now. Uh, I did beat the first Arkham, I mean, Batman Gotham, ah, Telltale Batman game. Mm. And I know I spoke last time about, uh, a little about the first one on the Who's Next Gaming last time, where it was a great story. It was very fun for a Telltale game, but the game was glitchy as all hell. You know, textures yeah. are missing. Everything's blurry. You said you couldn't. Mess. You couldn't really play more than like a couple minutes at a time without some kind of just glaring issue. With the first game, yeah, it's more like shit, man. You can't really go like one or two full minutes without a, like a, some kind of glitch. Like it's usually blurriness, but then every now and then things completely disappear. Like I think I said Montoya was de- in uh, detective Montoya was invisible. She goes to ha- handcuff someone and there's just floating handcuffs in the air. It's fucking silly. I beat it. It was fine. It was cool. Um, I got the shadows mode and I was angry because that was just like a black and white palette swap. It was not retextured, whatever, blah, blah, that they advertised. I started the second game enemy within, which is like a Joker tale and it has more enemies. This one looks great. Plays a little better, but it's the same shit, but it looks way better. Mm -hmm. And I was having no glitches. I was like, this is great. I don't like some of the liberties they're taking. This is before Joker really snaps and becomes Joker, but like Harley's already an established badass, and it's kind of making like Joker's under Harley. It's a weird thing, but they're making up their own thing. But I was enjoying that. That just doesn't work in terms of Harley Quinn, because the whole thing is that he basically like Stockholm syndrome turned to becoming Harley Quinn. Yes. So I think that they're probably going to get to that at some point. I don't know how they're going to do it because right now Joker's like really passive and uh, you're somehow intertwined with him. So he's really passive and he's like really obsessed with Bruce. He's like, I can't believe Bruce Wayne's my friend and whatever. You're trying to infiltrate the bad guys. And he's like, I want you to meet my friends. And he introduces you to Harley and he's like, please make me look good in front of her. I like her. And she's just like this badass bitch, like city criminal boss. And he's like not even fully Joker yet. He's Joker, but he's like still hasn't really turned into crazy homicidal Joker. So it's not making sense because it's almost like she's already like this and he's trying to impress her to get her attention. So yeah, I don't, she sounds dumb as fuck. It's super dumb. It's like yeah. she's this badass bitch and she's like bossing everyone around and she's like threatening bruce but whatever i I get it it's a new take i'll i'll take it have you um have you read any or heard about the black label book with harley uh harley and quinzel and uh i didn't bother getting it no i didn't bother getting it the only black label stuff i have is the three damned i have two copies of the bat dick black label stuff is pretty uh good uh bat dick's great uh but um the uh harley and um joker book is actually pretty good it's harley quinn uh before joker and uh she's basically working with uh gordon and she's a psych you know psychologist that's helping him profile serial killers and so she's helping the police out and in turn she's also discovered like a friend of hers got murdered and it looks like it may be the joker so then she's investigating that case as well letting her look into the Joker's backstory. Now, I don't know how solid this backstory is supposed to be with Joker. There's always weird shit. And this is also black label. So it's kind of its yeah, own Yeah, it's like an Elseworlds almost. Yeah, yeah, but it's actually pretty interesting. It's the best way I've seen Harley Quinn done 
because she is like a good guy and she handles herself and she's smart, but she's supposed to be like, this is, this kind of makes sense for the characters and an interesting look at her before the Joker stuff and everything. And, uh, I actually think it's pretty good, a uh, pretty good book. It's a lot, it's pretty, um, violent. There's a lot of grotesque depictions of the serial killer, like literally like melting people and like cutting open people and like making nice. furniture out of their fucking bodies and shit. Like, it's pretty wild shit, and Very she's cool. helping Gordon uh, investigate that. So that's actually an interesting, I think, uh, Harley Quinn book. Yeah, I need to read them because I have all the damned ones, uh, which I don't know what that's about. Don't tell me. And then I have the new Three Jokers book one. I haven't read it yet. Uh, I will. Oh, dude, read the fucking Three Jokers book. <laughs> I know. I really need to before I need to before I freaking run into a spoiler. But uh, so will. I have those. But um. So with the game, I'm like, okay, I'm not really liking how they're telling this. Spoilers. The second one starts with, like, Amanda Waller from Suicide Squad is like, she's on the case now because Gotham City Police Department can't handle it, so the feds have moved in. And uh, end of first episode of, of season two, I guess, she's, like, uh, talking to Batman, and she's like, you're going to help me whether you like it or not, Bruce Wayne. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> like, what a cheesy, like, I know your identity, so if you work with me, I won't fucking squeal. Then, like, I guess they don't pay attention that one of her fucking fed lackeys later on, uh, Bruce is, like, meeting with John or Joker, and uh, he's like, Agent whatever, what are you following me now? And she's like, Agent Waller just wants to make sure that you know that we're watching. And it's like, oh, so... Waller told another agent who also is obsessed with Batman because she was a kid growing up in Gotham. So she's like, you see her meet Batman on a crime scene and she's like fanning out over this guy. So why the fuck does Waller tell a known Batman fanatic his identity? Fuck you. But anyways, uh, just what I'm getting to is we get to this scene where you have to meet Harley with, with Joker. His name's John for now, John Doe. And you're, you get into a car... <laughs> And she gets in the car and, like, you know, she pulls a gun out and you have to, like, talk and shit. And then she's, like, she wants a minute alone with Bruce. So she tells Joker, like, hey, go over that. Go over. She points. She goes, go to that bodega and get me a slushy. And then I'm, like, oh, I don't see a bodega. The windows are blacked out. And I'm, like, no, maybe it's just, you know, they're tinted, whatever. Cut to two minutes later. She's, like, I want you to get me this from Wayne Enterprises. And they're driving. And you see what is supposed to be you're looking out on the city and the windows are just black with like static. And I realize the entire city model layout is missing from the texture map. After (laughs) you were just saying this one works. (laughs) So so it looks like the windows are just made of metal and you're just (laughs) in a metal box. But Joker's like driving and the camera's trying to do dramatic pans over the city. But the whole shit is blacked out. I was so mad, dog. These motherfuckers cannot get this shit right, bro. Well, they but went out anyways. of business, so. <laughs> so, uh, so fuck that. Um, it's fine. I'm still going to play it and beat it. Um, what else was there? Because uh, I do have a few things. Um, I got something cool in the mail today. Uh what else did I play? Mortal Shell. Got a little further in Mortal Shell. I think we were actually doing stream. And uh, I wasn't playing. You were playing your game, but I was. I beat this boss, Imrod. Um, I saw a spoiler for another boss. It's really, really disturbing. Kind of has weird freaks 
like reanimator freaks vibes of like a human with like another human growth coming mm. out of it. It's kind of weird. Oh wait, um, real quick, Seth. Uh, we did figure out why no one could hear us when we were partied with you. They changed the options in party chat where we each have to select that we let other people hear us talk. Oh, that's yes. actually so, kind of yeah. cool though. Like yeah. I actually do like that. I just wish I'd have known, but that's yeah. actually pretty dope. It's good to give people the choice to do that. That's cool. Yeah, I yeah, just... it sucks. Cause I was trying to capture one of our friends without his knowing. <laughs> I was trying to capture a friend of ours has this really kind of like um, what's the word? A tick. When some, no, it's kind of like a passive aggressive kind of like um, it's like what's when something's rude but not meant to be. Like he does this thing where when he's talking to you, he'd be like, "Yeah, you know what I'm saying." <laughs> and me and Aaron have a joke about it, and I was like, "Bro, I'm gonna." I'm gonna clip him doing the heh and then we're gonna turn that into a drop. But now I can't get it. <laughs> I tell him. But um all right, so what else? Uh more Stardew Valley, enjoying that with Christian and um Alex. Me and my buddy's been playing a lot of Stardew. Uh that game's a lot of fun with people. It's very fun. Uh he my buddy Alex uh Christian also let me borrow DBZ Kakarot. This is one of the best looking and feeling licensed properties I've ever seen. Because everything looks so great, all the sound is perfect, everything's awesome. The game's like combat's kind of basic, Dragon Ball-y, uh, but it's just for me right now, it seems so daunting. There are a million different assets to look over and different menus, and it's really huge and intimidating. Whenever you open the game and look at your map, there's like orbs to collect everywhere and glowing shit, and like go over here, and there's enemies there, and like. It looks fun, but I'm a little overwhelmed that it's a little too much for me to take in right now. But I got to give it a try. I told him I'd at least try to get to the end of the Saiyan Saga to really try it out. Uh, also, l- slowly learning for honor. I think it's great. There's just no narrative in that game. That's kind of a bummer. So it's just a combat. Uh, so other than that, just kind of like, you know, always playing games and shit like that. Uh I'm playing Streets of Rage 4 again. Uh, I'm playing Ultra Street Fighter 4 again. Recently downloaded RPG Maker MV, which I think means 25. You There's a $50 version where you make the games and a free version where you can play people's games for free. But I can't seem to find any uploaded games yet. And I would imagine that there would be some. So something's weird right now with that. So I guess that's it for video games. The last thing is records. Uh, so I ordered Streets of Rage 1 and 2 from Datadisk, second pressings. They shipped them from London. They could come all the way here. The damn package is in the mail on its way to my house. Someone made a mistake at the post office and removed like the street number or the house number. So the fucking mailman goes back to the, uh, to the post office and puts my package in the return to sender, and my fucking package got sent all the way back to London after getting shipped and making it all the way here. I'm so upset. Uh, so that's a bummer. Uh, but a good thing was today, I did get my laced records, Mega Man X one through eight, eight disc box set. It is fucking crazy. It's incredible. It's a beautiful package. The records are really, really nice, purple or yellow transparent uh, records. 
It's got incredible artwork, eight sleeves, double-sided art, so 16 plus the cover, 18 new pieces of brand new Mega Man X art. Uh, I'm really excited about that. You should look it up. It's a pretty cool-looking package. And, um, man, I think other than that, I don't know. I think I think that's it. I, don't, I didn't write anything down, but I think yeah, I just played okay. games and had some, you know, had a cool record show up and had some records get fucking sent back. Uh, if I think of anything else, I'll bring it up later, but I think that's about it. All right. Well, Seth, it's been a week. What do you been up to? This is my fastest week. I know. Yeah. Fly right through it. Uh, mine will probably be shorter. Uh, it's really just been Dark Souls. So just playing a lot of that. Um, I will say this. You have turned just your ability of playing Dark Souls and immediately learning how to parry <laughs> lit a fire in Jesse and I, and now we're... <laughs> We both like can parry. In now we parry. It's so funny because <laughs> literally, all we had to do was just try. Literally, I'm not. I'm not using that word as like millennial. Literally, literally, Jesse and I were talking the night that you started uh, streaming. Remember, I'd been watching um, while I was working, Seth, and I was like, kind of, you know, just giving yeah. you little tips as I, you know, whatever, as I saw you or heard you struggling. Oh, it was helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was telling Jesse, like, man, I got the bug. I'm gonna play some Dark Souls tonight. You know, like whatever. And I was like, I was watching Seth, and he was fucking parrying everything. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn how to do it. Like, if he can do it, you know, having no, yeah. and and it, what it is is, you know, you had no preconception, right? There was no, uh, having played and hid behind a shield, and you know, just done what most of us did in in Dark Souls, you know, or in Souls mm-hmm. games. You kind of went in as like a, an action gamer, you know, like you you play a lot of mm-hmm. uh, hard games, and you're good at figuring those things out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. I kind of saw it. I saw what, like, what is it? I never really watched anyone parry other than PvP, you know? And that's just way different. Like, the way that you PvP in, in Souls games, it's like, now the high-level PvPers, like, they are rolling into parries and doing all kinds of shit, you know? So it's like, it's just not watching someone just parry. And I was just watching yeah. you, and I'm like, oh, I get it. So then mm-hmm. I literally started a character... Uh, walked up to the first enemy and parried him. And I was like, well, you know, outside <laughs> of the asylum. And I was like, oh, I got it. <laughs> and all it is, yeah, it's, is it's just waiting yeah, for their their weapon to come at you. You like you want to parry ahead of the attack, but it's like, no, you're literally supposed to de- be deflecting the, the attack, you know? So it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I couldn't really get it on some of the slower shields, but the smaller stuff, like the small shields, which um, like the heater shield being the 100 physical resistance is my favorite one because it swings fast yeah. but you know if i need to block i can yeah i think also the target shield and the parry dagger which is what i'm using now um both of those have a little uh there's a few extra frames of uh, being able to catch an attack which make the parry a little easier to mm-hmm. accomplish yeah. than with some of the other shields so th- those things too uh do uh, would, would probably help as well because like my character i started as a thief so i started with the target it's a shield. little dagger which you're still yep, using <laughs> yeah i actually am still using i've leveled up the dagger i've turned it into a raw dagger and now it's like raw plus five right now nice so i'm still using that and now i went to i and i had an axe for backup that i would use uh to put out a little more damage or for crowd control because the dagger's great. Like, honestly, it is fucking oh, awesome. Oh, one-on-one. Because and if you're parrying, it does massive damage. 
Yes. But even on top of the parrying, if you are um, striking consistently, you will also do massive bleed damage. Mm -hmm. So you will do like, like it'll look like 10, 20, 40, then it's like 120. Yeah. 30, 40, like and, 280. And you can you know? kind of stun lock some of the smaller guys, you know, because yes. if you're attacking fast enough, you know, it, it has a Oh, really you can stun lock yeah. some of the big, big, not really? the giant ones, but some of the bigger guys. Like, um, I was fighting, I was going through Sin Fortress and the lizard guys. Oh, yeah. Like the one that, um, shoots the, the little electric magic mm -hmm. shit at you. If you rush him, and uh, you just keep swiping them with the dagger. You stun lock them until you kill them. Like you just just keep going at it. So how, how did you like Sen's Fortress? Yeah, it was interesting. It's, it was fun. It's I was the, actually a little upset, man, because I seen uh, which I, I I've realized later he was sleeping. But I thought that was just like I called him Cool Lizard. I was like, oh, that's that's like Gex, Gex the fucking lizard. He's just chilling right there against the wall. And then I was messing around with the boulder thing, and it slammed him. I said, oh, I killed Cool Lizard. Like, yeah, no. and that's where you I go. A fucking boulder. That's where you go get Big Hat Logan. Chilling. Yeah. Huh? That's where you get Big Hat Logan behind there. He's trapped. Yeah, I did. I found him. I freed him. Um, I, I did all that. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> well, sorry. I want to finish the thought I had, but I was. It's so funny because that night. I was talking to Jesse, you know, I was walking Lulu, just, we, we know Jesse and I, we have these long conversations, then we do this probably four nights a week, <laughs> just on the phone, yeah. so, um, and I was telling him, and I'm like, yeah, I kind of figured out pairing, whatever, and then I remember, Jesse, you were like, I'm literally never going to be able to parry, and then the next day, we were all playing, like, kind of streaming together, and you're like, oh, I got it, <laughs> and then, <laughs> it's so funny, because once it clicks, it really yeah. is, you have to get out of your head like you have to kind of retrain your brain to not want to block everything because like you know jesse and i come from like no knowledge you know not, and not that you have knowledge just you know early days of souls where it's like you're just scared and you're turtled up sword and board yeah oh well yeah. I'll, I'll tell you like what you're saying about action games and versus like so i beat the kappa demon right mm -hmm. but if you've seen my my playthrough of that it was all dodging his swipes and chopping them with an axe right mm -hmm. so like what I've been doing is with Demon Souls, I did this, and I've been doing it with Dark Souls because I've been enjoying it. Is uh, you know I like uh, the Castle Super Beast, and uh, I usually listen to Super Best Friend Cast when it was that yeah, before. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I started watching their God, Rip Super Best Friends. Man, what a great podcast! Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, now we're um, stuck with fucking. Now Pat. we're stuck with the worst, yeah. and then like one of the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of the Super Best Friends, like it's. The 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 hey, bad but, but friend to, stayed alive. Props to, to props to Matt though. He still puts out quality oh, content. Yeah. Matt McMuscles yeah. on uh, YouTube. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm gonna have to look him up. But um, so I started watching um Wooly's playthrough of Dark Souls, and so I watched him get to the Kappa Demon, and I'm watching how he does it, and he's like shielding the whole time. And and it's and his shield is blocking all these attacks, and he's just stabbing with a spear from a distance. And kills the Kappa Demon in like his first go through of it. And I was like, oh shit. And I was like, I didn't realize you can block that shit like that. Like I was just dodging to the point where when I finally found the parry knife, and I was like, do I want to go shieldless? And I was like, what am I talking about? I don't even use the fucking shield barely at all. Yeah. yeah. Other than the fucking parry. So I was like, yeah, give me the fucking knife that says parry in the goddamn name. Dude, <laughs> let me tell you something. If, if, I can give you any advice. It's if you haven't felt yourself needing to use a shield, don't. Yeah. And you be yeah, bloodborne, no. so you you already like learned mm. the the aggressive way to play. That's why bloodborne is mm. great. 
it, yeah. if you if it's your first Souls game, which it was for you, I, I you know you played that before any of these. It yes, really trains you to play the best way to play any Souls game. Mm. I wish there was some health regen mechanic. You know, I hope Elden Ring. You know, when it comes, it has some kind of blending. Because I do love that like ability to build get a little of your health back. You know, if you hit. Yeah, people. I got a ring. I've got one of the ev- the evil eye ring or whatever it is. That every time you kill something, you get a little bit of health back. So yeah. I've, I've been wearing that one on, and I, I got through Sin Fortress with uh, without a shield. I just had the parry dagger, and then my dagger. Yeah, and I ran through it that way because the the lizard the lizard dudes with the swords, you can parry them and one hit kill them. It's fairly easy, so it wasn't too bad on them. And then the magic lizard dudes, them, I would just rush them and then just keep swiping at them and either hit them off cliffs or just stun lock them and uh, bleed them. Because after a couple swipes, you bleed them and it does like massive damage. You so can you, also, I would do those two. Things. You can also parry rats. I found out. <laughs> really, <laughs> I've I've tried to parry a rat once or twice and I've really had trouble. And then I've read somewhere like, oh yeah, you can't parry beasts. That's what I thought, too, but somebody told me you could, so maybe they were lying. Oh, okay. I haven't done it. I tried to do it with the rat, um, and I I can't seem to do it with, like, strikes like that. Like, for instance, the snakes, they'll strike you and and try to bite you, Mm -hmm. and I I didn't seem to be able to parry those. So whenever they would strike with the head, I would just dash backwards because they do a a little animation to let you know. And then I would only... um, parry whenever i saw them do their uh sword attack and then i would knock knock that out um that giant knight that you fight at the end of that sin fortress Mm -hmm. um is there more to making him fall down like i i I just cut his leg and then you cut one you focus on one of his legs and he'll uh have to like kneel to get his strength back and you can use that time to fuck his ass up well see okay so this is what i did so i hit one of his legs and then he started kind of like trembling. So then I started hitting the other leg and then he like fell to like a sitting position with his hand outstretched, holding, propping him up. So then I started trying to attack the arm, maybe to lay him down to maybe hit his head. Mm-hmm. But um, I couldn't seem to get it that no, far. No, no, I don't think it's that deep. Uh, it's just a way to like give you a, a easy, mm-hmm. you know, set of damage okay. on him. Um, yeah. So Interesting. what I was going to say about Sens is it's the like most Demon Souls not graphically, but it's got traps, which Demon Souls had a lot more of. Uh, yeah, that's true, and it also has a lot of like thin walking areas, which I mean, a lot of darks. Like it seems like Dark Souls and Demon Souls both had a bit of that. Demon Souls, though, was I felt worse with the you can fall off the cliff here. Yeah, like it's it feels worse with Demon Souls than it does with Dark Souls. Like even the those gargoyle giants, fight, those bastards. <laughs> Wait, what? The giants throwing those pot, that giant throwing explosive pots at you the first time. Oh shit! Get yeah, there. yeah. They give you a visual yeah. cue, but you're like, huh? Something blew up here, and then you. Walk oh no! Out that happened like... to me on stream. I was streaming <laughs> it, and I went up, and I read something that said "Don't run through" or something like that, and I was like, huh? So I walked up the platform. I heard some noise, and I looked up, and it was too late. <laughs> I got hit right in the fucking yeah. face with the explosive. You do get to go up and kill his <laughs> bitch ass though. I did. I killed him, but yeah. I heard his. I, I, I well, after I beat it, I was looking over the level, and I because I was like, "How the fuck do I get down there?" And like, because I seen those little um stone demons. Yeah, the demon uh, Titanite guys. Titanite yeah, demons so, is what they're called. Yeah, there's like four of them down there. Because I found yeah. that you could just fall down there, but you know, you just got to be of good health because you'll lose some mm-hmm. falling. 
And um, I killed one of them down there, and then I got jumped by two of them. And I was like, oh, shit, I didn't know there was this many well, down here. you can pick them off because they do die. One, once they're dead, they die forever. So you're pretty close to a bonfire, too. So if you just want to farm them for the Titanite or you want to kill them for the Titanite, uh, you can do that. Yeah, um, I never found a yeah, bonfire. Yeah, those things are they're, they're just Titanite demons, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah, um, that, that, they that have the that catch pole, too, like... the, but there's a bonfire in the middle of Sense Fortress too. Wow. You have to drop See, off a cliff, it. or you have to drop off a ledge. It's up by the blow up guys. The first uh, spot where they blow you up, there's a little hole in the wall, like a in the little palisade wall around that roof. And if you just walk mm-hmm. off, you'll drop down to a little bonfire. And then that uh, to get to the bottom, I think you have to get a key that unlocks the cages underneath the. The main boss, like, you know when you walk up to the room where you walk into the boss fight and on the top of it yeah. is the giant? There's two cages. Yeah. You can unlock one and ride it down. Well, I see, I got the key and unlocked it, and it's a shortcut to get to the beginning of the level. Oh, you're right. That's what. That's why I thought that there, is there was no there, bonfire. Though, because when you get down there, there's a ladder that you, you can, like, t- so when you walk out yeah. into, into the area and there's the first set of uh, the, like, swiping blades... On the left side, you can drop down, and there is a stairwell. Like you'll land on a little stairwell landing uh, above, like kind of the mud or whatever that they're in, and that mm. leads to a ladder that lets you up. But I can't remember where it like lets you up out of. But that's you could you could technically go do that and just reverse engineer kind of the the path. Okay. There's okay. I think there's a cat ring in Dark Souls. If there's a cat because there's a cat ring in most of the games. Uh, two and three definitely have it, and that reduces fall damage. So if you got that, yeah. uh, you could equip that fall down there, just literally dodge immediately to the left, and you'll go into a doorway that has a ladder, and then you can just walk it up and then see, like, oh, this is how I get back. Okay. There's, yeah, I'm going to have to dick around in there a little bit. There's also just a merchant. And stuff. There's also a merchant in there. When you're on... I found him. Okay. I found him. I can never make that jump. I, like... <laughs> Dude, I, I I did it almost like a fucking movie because I was running and then I hit the <laughs> jump and right when I jumped, the giant threw a bomb and it <laughs> blew up behind me as I jumped forward and I landed and just kept running. You're like, <laughs> badasses never look back at explosions. <laughs> <laughs> just kept running. Fuck no, it. it's it's real men don't look at explosions. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I guess we'll be we have to change it. Yeah. No, no, no. I saw There was a line in the movie uh, where it's like, badasses don't look. Oh, okay, I think I remember it from like an SNL skit or something. Cool guys don't look at explosions. Yeah. <laughs> I just like yeah. I I want to see a movie where it's like badasses don't look, but then it's like the explosion happens and they're like, oh fuck, and like get yeah. you know, like shrapnel all over them. They're like deaf. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, other than that, I'm I'm thinking of going to the catacombs. I actually went and made a divine knife. Because I found out that that's a way to kill those skeletons yeah. down well, in the so catacombs. There are so the the real secret to the catacombs. You don't have to have the knife if you're picking your way through slowly. Sure, but if you go through, you'll see guys with little lanterns and they throw fire at you. Those guys are who respawn them. So you can mm-hmm. kill that guy and then they won't respawn, and he doesn't respawn. So 
they will when you come back. You know, they're they're responsible, but they'll die forever each time. If I you was wondering them. why, because yeah, the skeletons up top, they'll die just fighting them, but not the ones down there. That makes sense. There's a okay. there's a blacksmith down there. He gives you the chaos infusion, I believe, and fire infusion. Yeah, I was thinking of turning my parry knife into a flame infused knife so that I can do like fire damage with that and, and then, then regular bleed. damage yeah. with my other dagger. I uh, huh. I'm excited for you to get to the bottom of that area. <laughs> I don't I won't yeah. say why, but Jesse knows why. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna say shit. That is cool. I mean, that's kind of um, yeah. The boss. That, that's the thing about that. No, there's nothing you have to say. The thing is with that game is sometimes it's always kind of difficult. Yeah. But then some shits like sometimes you, know, you just laugh because the shit they throw <laughs> yeah. at you, you're like, "Fuck you." <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's definitely it. Sometimes you're just like, really? Like, really? <laughs> There's <laughs> some secrets you can do. And man, I was going to do it again. I told Jesse, like, I might make this guy and just rush for the uh, Gravelord Covenant because when you join it, they give you a badass, like, greatsword. But I forgot, mm. it is the slowest piece of shit. Like, it, most greatswords, you know, they're slow, but they they are fast enough that you can, you know, you can, like, dodge back hit and you can usually you know find a rhythm the gravelord greatsword is trash it's like a curved greatsword so it swings kind of close but it's very very slow and it's just miserable so it's not really worth i mean i'm sure there's people out there that fucking own with it and you know whatever but yeah, yeah. i like have uh, you ever um done anything with the daggers like you ever made a dagger like just use a dagger as a uh primary weapon no when no. i saw you roll a thief i was like what a strange choice and then you yeah, fucked dude. the whole game up and i'm like you don't even know seth if you went a pure strength playthrough and just had like a small target shield and then like a greatsword you would feel like the strongest person that ever lived because <laughs> daggers are are fun, but they don't do shit shit for damage. Like, you know, they do if you if it's a flesh enemy and eventually you do get a bleed on them, you can you know get that. But armored enemies don't bleed. Yeah, yeah. no, that, that's what I've been using the ghost dagger for because mm-hmm. that actually does some pretty sick damage. I mean, I think the main power right now is like over two hundred okay. for the uh, for the ghost knife. And it's a little longer. It's not like the small dagger. Like it's a little long. It it actually helps with some crowd control because mm-hmm. like I've even been able to hit you two like and three enemies with yeah. the way it swipes. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm just basically going with a straight knife run is basically what I've decided to commit to. No, it's good. And, and um, I think uh, that's what I'm saying. Like on your next playthrough, just roll a character after you after the credits run, and do you get a choice at the end? You can do two things. So know that. And on your next one, just do the the other you know the other choice. And just roll a fucking fuck off sword, like giant greatsword uh, guy. You find a black knight greatsword, drop it to me, and I'll drop it to your guy at level fucking one or whatever. I got start. one of those, I think. You uh, need the greatsword. That one, I mean, the regular sword's great too. It's what I've been using on my main guy. And I'm telling you, I upgraded it once because you get some uh, twinkling titanite uh, at the Taurus demon. There's a little lizard you can kill a little crystal oh, lizard. Oh, that's actually what I wanted to ask you. So, okay, so that's where I can find some uh, Twinkling Twilight. I need more of that to upgrade my ghost uh, knife. So, there's a crystal lizard there, and I think he gives you one, and then if you kill the crystal lizard that you drop down on when you're going into Dark Root Basin, so when you walk into where the uh, Moonlight Butterfly uh, 
bonfire is, there's a little path mm-hmm. to the right. And if you go down that path, you can go down and fight a black knight that then has a bonfire behind it, which you know of because you went and fought those blue dragon things. Um, mm-hmm. But if you if you continue into where you end, end up walking into the hydra, there's a little drop down you can do and you'll see a crystal lizard. You got to run at it immediately and you'll, you'll get one there. So I had two. So I leveled up my uh, Black Knight sword one time right before I went and fought the gargoyles. And no joke, I hit the tail once because I was just rolling in two handed. You know, I'm not, I don't mm-hmm. need to parry. So I don't need my shield. I just had the crest shield on for stamina regen. And I just fucking ran in, hit his tail once, it exploded, hit him two more times and he died. The other one jumped out and I hit him once <laughs> and he Jesus fucking Christ. died. I was like, wow. <laughs> oh, wow, wow, wow. Oh, I'll tell you what it. I tell you what I am kind of upset about is um so you know that walkway and there's the red dragon that's hanging on the building yeah and if you shoot its tail you can get the sword mm-hmm. right so I got that um so then I decided I want to kill the dragon um so <laughs> I, and you can shoot dude. it and it'll fly down yeah right and then I I ran I rushed it and just started daggering it in its feet. And I actually got it at pretty low health, but then he started like walking backwards, blowing fire. So I started kind of running back, and then it just got up and flew away forever. No, it'll it will come back, I believe. There's okay, a bonfire well. underneath him. If you rest yes. there and then walk out uh, and walk across the bridge, usually he'll come back at some point. See, I did that. I did that. I rested at the bonfire. I walked back. I did it like twice, and he did not come back. Try coming at it from the original way you walk at it you know what i mean don't walk out from that bonfire because i remember he came back on me once and i was like bitch i was so mad i was like mm-hmm. you you supposed to be gone bro <laughs> mm. okay okay because i actually wanted to kill him i actually got close to a thing i was hitting him with the dagger and then i started making a, i started getting those bleed damage rolling mm-hmm. and um i seen his health going down so i was like fuck all right i, 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 believe, I got this dude just so you know lightning is really strong against dragons uh, so holy, uh, like spells. If you can get lightning, um, you get it in the bonfire right next to him. That's where you can get the Sunbro Covenant. Yeah. Um, so you want to? Oh, get I know. That. There's a dude I can buy that shit to like kind of add to the knife, the mm. uh, lightning um, stuff to it, and that way I can just fucking. Yeah, I think canonically lightning is really strong against dragons in terms of like because that's what uh, Gwyn used to kill them was the yes. holy the lightning spear. Um, so yeah. Well, oh, look. so how do you kill those mimic chests? Do you Fight beat the them. shit out of them? Fire hurts them. So if you made a fire dagger, oh. it would hurt them. I, but see, okay, so I went I, and opened up a mimic chest, and it just ate me. Okay, so look, me I got go. you yes. the remedy. I got you the remedy. So those chests, if you look closely, they're breathing, and you can mm-hmm. see their teeth. But mm-hmm. here's the best way to tell. Look at the chest. So you can do one, one of two things. Every chest will give you one mulligan swing. You can attack a chest once. But if you hit it again, you'll break it, destroying whatever's in, whatever's inside. Also, be careful rolling around chests. You will break them. If you hit the chest and it's a mimic, it'll get up. So do this. When you see a chest, look at it. And then you'll see a chain. The chain is either going to be pointing away or pointing towards you. If it's pointing away from you, the treasure is inside. If it's pointing towards you, you are the treasure and it's going to eat you. Okay. Okay. So you'll okay. see the chain is like a chain, and it either ends pointing at you, which means it's a fucking mimic, or it's pointing away. But also, just look at it and yeah, softly just... breathe. So in okay. the later cool. games, you can throw uh, undead hunter charms at them, and they'll fall asleep, and you can just take what's in them. Uh, 
they're worth killing just for the XP if you want that. But they're a bitch. They do karate, bro. They'll fucking soccer kick your head off. But that's the funny thing. Yeah, they nice. do straight up karate. <laughs> yeah, they do like spin kicks and shit. Like they do. They do. What's the um the kick that Ryu does where he flies? Tatsumaki Senpukyaku. Yeah, Tatsumaki Senpukyaku. Bukaki mommy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah well, look. You say those words. We're going to talk Demon Souls. I realize we're going on. Where? So you've got your stream going. Usually pretty much every day you've been streaming. Um, yeah, why don't you plug official it? Official who's next. Um, typically during the work week, I probably won't stream as much. But like Fridays uh, during the day, I kind of got more time to myself. I'm just helping my son with doing the online schooling that he's doing now. Mm-hmm. And um and then I, I've been kicking on a stream for a bit. So yeah, official who's next, I think is the name of the it Twitch is. stream. <laughs> and, but I mean if you follow my Facebook, um Who's Next Gaming or Hard Mode Only Facebook group, join there. And uh, the, I share the streams there all the time to click in and, and join. And you're really and good you about see me. clipping uh like fun little thirty second clips and you got like little graphics yeah. you put up. They're actually really well done. I'm very like you know, having uh, having learned to edit, it's it's easy stuff, but it really does add. Uh, and I'm not not saying that's shit on you. That sounded shitty. But what I mean is like, they're clever, clever like overlays of just you know oh, text or whatever, and it like it just is perfectly timed to where the clip's about to start. You know, it kind of spins in, says what it is, and then you start going. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, yeah, it's really they're really well yeah. done. Yeah, I've been I've been starting to do that a little more. I I haven't done it the last couple because it's just like straight up boss fights. So yeah. I kind of feel like I think you get it, but like certain things that might happen, I, I'll detail it or say something. Well, like the Taurus and, demon jumping off the jumping to his death yeah. off the bridge was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've seen that shit. Have you ever seen that happen? Never with him. So the key to really? him is if you want an easier fight, you can run. Uh, out climb up the ladder behind the door to the left of the door or you know to the right if you're walking out kill the two archers slide down get them to spawn run full speed back and then just get a drop attack on him and you'll take half his health and then you can just kind of roll past him and and fight him regular um so that's usually what i do generally um but i've never just yeah i I jumped in and fought him straight up the first time and he uh, he killed me, but I actually got him to like less than a quarter health left. Like he was almost dead. Yeah, and I just yeah. slipped up. I think I think what happened was sometimes them fucking lot like I like you said. I do tend to play it like an action game, but sometimes the camera work and everything does not lend to that style. That as fight good. specifically, you can get the camera caught on the bridge, and you yeah. get real fucked. Real, or, or yeah, goes and in I his body. Rolling, yeah, like I was I was trying to roll away and then rolled into an attack. And I was also I've also been learning how to time my rolls to dodge attacks, mm-hmm. which has been very helpful now. So he killed me on that first one. So the second one, like the video I have up there, you see me run in there, and he swipes and and he hits me, but he also breaks a part of the wall. And then I start attacking, and he just jumps back and just <laughs> right off the fucking bridge. <laughs> it's the yeah. fight's over. It's so, okay. So yeah, there you get what are called iframes, invincibility frames when you roll, and you just got to learn how to time it. I suck at it, but you know you uh, that spider fight. Did you see? Did I put up the spider fight yet? I think you did, but I didn't yeah. watch it. Quite yeah, so the, yeah, the 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 spider chick. You know, I don't know if I put Quaylog. her up yet. Quaylog. I, I can just spider hear chick. I don't Jesse care. like, God damn it. 
Yeah. Um, with her, you you'll see. I, I've do- I dodge like all of her attacks pretty pretty well. Yeah, and, they're pretty uh, forgiving. It's just yeah, it's like are. parrying. You don't want to roll too soon, and and that's yeah. you you have to like. The secret that I'm learning about Dark Souls, and it's funny because I've played every single one of those games, is patience. It's and and I mean that goes throughout all of it, right? Like it's everything. Mm. Like you have to be patient and try not to get mad after dying on a boss, you know. And actually, Jesse was playing Mortal Shell, and he he persevered through Imrod. You, if you were watching the stream, um, it might still be up because I think they stay up for two weeks uh, on Nerds the Podcast Twitch. Uh, it's two streams you ago. You can't see what I'm doing, but no, you but hear you can me. hear him. You were defeated. You're like motherfucker, god damn it! And then yeah, like, I was like, I'm so sad. <laughs> I'm so sad. And then I don't all of a get, sudden, like, I don't rage and get angry. I get like sad. But I'm then like, all of a sudden, you're like, wait, I might beat him. And you're like, huh? I beat him. <laughs> and then he said, I'm so good at video games. <laughs> oh god! And then you died god. right afterwards. You're like, I'm terrible at video games, and I just lost everything. No, I almost died. Like as soon as you, because you know how it is. It's yeah. like, oh, I just beat this boss. Like you gotta get home safe now. Mm-hmm. But I was like, let me go check out this chest. And like these new enemies showed up, and they're like shooting fire, and I had no idea. I was down to probably like maybe five HP, but I survived. <laughs> I made it home. Mm. Nice, nice. But anyway, well, let's let me go through my week and then yeah, we'll so talk Demon Souls because Dark Souls will probably have to do another. You know, we can do another deep dive. Though, yeah, I also got Dark Souls two in the chamber. So once I'm done one, I was planning <laughs> to go to two and then go to three. So we can always do like revisits on these two if you want when um I get through with them or whatever, and then kind of do it that yeah, way. Man. Yeah, Dark Souls two is very long. It's amazing, but it is a very it's a huge game. But yeah. it's almost man, I can't wait. We let's not even get through. He's not done with one yet. Two is gonna be great. Because two is it's you know, it's oh, no. just like two? saying it. The red the redheaded stepchild, dude. It's the it's the do it's like it's good and bad at the same times. It's different, but it's familiar. It's like a breath of fresh air, man. It's great. It's a perfectly it's, placed between one and three. It's so funny because you will not find bigger Dark Souls two apologists than Jesse and I. And it's just great that we yeah. a found each other, b got married, you know, six months ago, and are just living our lives together forever. Congrats. Uh, well, I mean, hey, two's the one that I two is truly my first Dark Souls. I played Dark Souls one the day it came out. I was hanging out with this guy named Aubrey. I used to be a, uh, friends with. He actually gave me my first guitar in high school, and uh, I went to his house and he picked up Dark Souls and. Uh, I just I'd never seen it, and I remember him. The first thing he did was walk towards the skeletons, yep, of and course. try to run back to Firelink. And he was the skeletons followed him back. It was pretty <laughs> funny. Yeah, um, yeah, but it wasn't until two. It wasn't until uh, Aaron and Nick Brusso on the old nerds nerd porn. They kept talking about Dark Souls, and I was like, that game's hard. And after months of them having these, what just happened, these Dark Souls rants, and me just sitting there not knowing what the fuck they're talking about, <laughs> one day, one day, because I owned it, I had Dark Souls too. I just didn't, I just, I tried it like twice, and I was like, this is too hard. And I put it in one day, and I was blessed by the Holy Spirit. I was baptized. <laughs> there it is. There I was is. fucking baptized into the, the, you know, into the Almighty Dark Church. So Dark Souls Two is the first one I played from start to finish and beat like i played demon souls at release i pre-ordered it got it at release and i quit at the lurker 
um, Flame Lurker. Flame Lurker. That motherfucker pissed me off so bad. I tried him 50 times. Easy Yep, 50 here comes times. fucking Seth. Defeats him second try. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's so Thanks, funny. I, I've said this before on Nerd Porn, but I'll talk about it here just because I don't know that I've said it. This will lead into a little bit, but my experience with Demon Souls was that I quit at that. And then like two years later at a Halloween party, I was throwing at my house. A dude that I had just met through a friend of my girlfriend at the time was like, oh, shit, uh, you played Demon Souls. Like, you know, how much did you love it? Like, did you beat it? And I'm like, no, nah, I quit. Flame Lurker. And he's like, what? He's like, bro, put that shit in now. You're going to beat it. And I was like, no, I can't. I- I'm going to rage and I don't want to rage. And he's like, dude, come on. Come on. We're going to do it. I put really? it in and beat him first try. Amazing. That's having, so awesome. Amazing. Having not played at all. And you know what it was? I did the thing that, which, you know, I'm going to end my Demon Souls little pre-talk so I can talk the week, but I did the thing. I read online, royal class, you know, start, do magic and kill everything. Well, you can't rely on magic for bosses. That's just not how it works. Yeah. A couple of them you can, but generally you need a weapon and you need to get the fuck in there and fight. And I just wasn't ready for it. So then when I started again, and I I played the same character, but, you know, I had built up like a rapier or something I was using. I just went in and fought him, like just duked it out. And I beat him by the skin of my teeth, having not played for two years. But it, I was really heavy into uh, Dragon's Dogma at the time, so maybe I had, you know, still a little of the skill left. But yeah, um, Dragon's Dogma. But so I'll go into my week real quick. I um, so I've been playing Kingdoms of Amalur Re Reckoning that came out on uh, Tuesday. I've been streaming every night uh, for a couple hours. Got some uh, people watching. So um, Moon Witch on on um, Twitch and. Um, uh, Wasteland Batman, who I will talk Are y'all about sharing that on Facebook? No. I thought I follow you, but I don't see any notifications. I didn't realize you were um, oh, streaming. Every on night. I'm going to have to check them out. Okay, every cool. Every cool. night. Um, yeah, I've been meaning to also like get with you to figure out like because someone was like, what's up with Jester's Twitch? And I'm like, oh, I don't use it. So I, I think I should probably start using it and also figure shit out because I know that PlayStation and, and PS4 or PlayStation and Facebook did this thing where they're no longer really fucking with each other. Yeah, that's why I don't post so, it anymore because it used to auto post when I was yeah. on PS4. It would just pop it on Facebook, but because I just do it all from PS4, I suck at. I, I've never been able to figure out consistently how to stream on PC. I literally got it set up right. <laughs> I had OBS. I had everything installed and done right, like linked and all this stuff. I streamed Rainbow Six Tweet, uh, Rainbow Six Siege, and then the next night Keith Tweech. and I were gonna—I know Keith and I were gonna play—and I was like, "Oh, I'll stream it, you know? Fuck it, we'll we'll group together. They can hear you. It'll be fun, you know." And I couldn't get it to work, and I'm like, "I'm not gonna go through and reset all this up. This should be automatically set. Like, mm. should save what I did, and it just didn't. And you know, I'm—I just got frustrated, and I was like, "Ugh." And I play a lot of league and like weird single player games. So it's like, I don't know that people watch it. But then I watch, you know, Happy Hob. I watch Co Carnage and like Co normally just plays fucking single player games. So there's an audience. Yeah, I think there's, I think people like to watch single player games for sure. I know I do. So I mean, yeah. Yeah. So I just started, you know, uh, I hung out with a former host and uh, probably guest for next week, uh, Nate. Uh, last weekend we just had lunch together and just hung out and he was like yeah you know uh you're playing video games you should just be streaming it and i was like that's fair but i don't play on ps4 very often where it's like so easy and when i do it's like i'm playing souls you know 
And I'm like, I don't know if people want to watch it. But again, I watch it. So people want to watch it. So I was like, every time I play PS4, I'm just going to stream. And just, I have to turn the camera you on. So probably do that. I have to say, sometimes don't even, I don't put a camera on. Uh, sometimes some people don't. I have to watch a couple of um, Super Best Friend streams and they put up and they don't always put the camera on. They, they do on some of them, but there's a couple Well, that's of funny. I've been camera. putting the camera on and then I just sit really close to the TV. So it looks like uh, one of those PC guys has, you know, they have their webcam right there, but I'm really just like a foot away from the TV. Um, but it's also just because it's the only way I can frame myself, you know, in an easy way. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I put it on because I feel like I get more views when I have the camera on. It's stupid. I, you know, max I'm getting is like nine or 10 views at a time. And really consistently it's been about two to three and it's the same couple people, which is really cool. It's moon, Witch and uh, this guy bone One Sixty. Uh And then um, wasteland Batman comes in and that's uh James hop. He's uh, been a listener forever. So, so it's cool. It's all listeners. And, you know, I have been having Jesse uh, in party with me because it's fun. You know, it's like a little mini podcast. They get to hear us just banter mm-hmm. and talk. So it's been fun. That yeah, said. Yeah, I appreciate people who come in and listen and, you know, yeah. and talk and shit. Makes me feel good. Uh, that said, Ambler's been a lot of fun. Uh, I played it when it came out and I got pretty far and I did the first DLC and, you know, whatever. Um, but I kind of petered out. But I've been having a lot of fun. It's uh, it's glitchy, man. They did not fix any glitches. Like I get these funny ass fucking glitches where like if I go to talk to an NPC, it zooms in on my dick or like on the fucking middle of my <laughs> chest. Like it's just the weirdest shit. And sometimes things are just invisible. Like just makes no sense. But I'm still having a blast. Like I played a rogue this time. I went finesse, and I originally was daggers, but I just swapped and respect into fey blades. Those are like the dual glaives that you hold like uh illidan in uh warcraft and it's been way better just because the uh one of the glitches that i have is the dagger charge move that you can level into does this like teleport strike where it goes around and strikes everybody in a like kind of teleporting around but it wouldn't work Mm -hmm. like it would just like three of the seven hits would just hit and the rest would just do nothing and it was like a waste so and plus, I kept finding better Feyblades than I had daggers. Like, I just wasn't finding daggers. So, um, stealth's kind of wacky because they placed all the mobs so they're all facing each other. So, you can never really sneak up because someone's looking at you, you know? And it's weird because they have a fucking, like, a sneak attack that's, like, really strong. But whatever. But other than that, I've been having a blast. Like, it's definitely feels like an MMO world, you know? But even yeah. the side quests where they're like, go do this. Some of them are fetch quests. Those are called tasks. And it's like, go kill five wolves and, you know, whatever. But the actual side quests are pretty good. And they all usually lead to like a small dungeon and a boss. So it's been like pretty fun. Um, but I'm going to keep playing. I'm still trying to like not impulse buy it. Because I don't have, I mean, I have so much stuff I'm already playing, but like I keep wanting to buy it. So I know I'm just going to hold off. I'm sure it'll be on sale soon. Yeah, and if not, I mean, you can just borrow it when I beat it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm stupid. I'm probably going to buy it. I would say buy it just because I'm having a blast. It's been a really fun pick-up-and-play game. It reminds me of when I was playing uh, uh, Trials of Mana. It's just like a fun button masher, you know, because there is some depth to the combat, but initially when you start, it's just mashing square and triangle, you know, like 
cycling your weapons. Like I have a bow and then my daggers or fey blades, you know, and I kind of just switch back and forth between them. It sounds like you, it keeps sounding like you're saying Beyblades. My Beyblade. I just (laughs) rip the fucking thing out and fly, let it fly, bro. Beyblade, go. I don't know what the, (laughs) what they would say in Beyblades because I was too. I don't know. I've never seen it. I used to watch kids play it and I'd want to slap everybody just because it's so stupid. It looks like Crossfire. Yeah. You'll get caught up in the. <laughs> you know what I thought? I thought it was saying crossfire. You'll get caught up in love. I thought it was like a love song, and I was like, I thought it was about like, like building your friendship, and that you and your friend will like become loving friends. Like, I swear to God, bro, my whole life I was like, you'll get caught up in love. <laughs> Imagine if we lived in a world where. <laughs> masculine like friend love was accepted jesse and i say we love each other all the time yeah man i love you jesse big, you know what big, i love yeah, you too, seth man. i love uh, you guys as friends love all around yeah i i you hug know, my friends like i'm not you know like afraid of that but it is funny because even in the, especially in the 90s that shit was like um, yeah i was about to say i'm not either but when i was growing up it definitely was and then there also was when i grew up one of my really good friends was a closeted homosexual and i also think that he had a a, he might have had a thing for me i'm not sure but he definitely seemed to so then it 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 also kind of added on to the weird wanting to say certain things to each other yeah. You know, like cause it was that weird time between the 90s and 2000s where like I never hated or like didn't like anybody because they were homosexual at all. But it is that it was that weird. And, and it was also almost derogatory as a way. Oh, you gay, bro. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's fucking yeah, gay. yeah. There was all you that. Know? Yeah, exactly. Well, and I had so, a friend like, who, um, you know, he, he came out when I was 12. He had mm-hmm. he called me and our other best friend on three way and was like, I have something to tell you. And we were all like scared, like he was gonna move because we had a one of our other really close friends moved away, moved to Wisconsin, and uh, we were no, yeah, it was Wisconsin. Anyways, I was like scared, like damn, you know, our other friends gonna move, and he was like, I'm by, and we were like, oh, whatever, dude, like be by. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, hey, wait, actually, you're you're, you're okay wish. with it? Yeah, dude. Who cares? Like my yeah. mom's a hairdresser. Like <laughs> all I see are gay dudes. <laughs> like you're great, man. And I'm like why do I care who you like? And so then he was like, I got to tell my parents. That's what I'm really scared about. And then oh. they were cool. He He's, he's, a, he's good. a good dude, man. He had a good family too. But yeah, I, I wish uh, my buddy would have said something because he still never did. And now we don't really talk. Uh, he moved after Katrina hit. And um, it just, especially back then, Facebook and all this stuff were just kind of mm-hmm. starting, you know? So it wasn't really ways like, when you move, yeah, if I talk to you on the phone or something, but like, you know, it never really was a thing, so we kind of fell out a bit. Um, but I wish he would have just said, you know, said it, and it would have been cool. Like, he could have lived that, what he felt, you know? It's but, so funny. There was a, a guy I went to high school with who was very openly gay, but, like, didn't come out. And so, like, after after high school, when um, everyone went away to college, he was really close friends with all these girls that I knew. Like, they were a big clique. He like called them all and was like, "I have to tell you, I'm gay." And they were like, "Uh, yeah, dude." Yes, they knew already. <laughs> yeah, they were like, "Duh." And he was like, "Oh, I'm like, yeah, you were clearly gay." And he's like, "Yeah, I guess it was." <laughs> but yeah, um, I knew I knew a guy like that. Actually, it's funny. It was someone that we know know uh, knows this person too, and uh, it came to a time like in his adult life, he was like, "I'm coming out," and I was like, 
Dog, I've known you since middle school. <laughs> just waiting for you to say it. <laughs> like, yeah. It's okay. Like, don't worry about it. But, but I guess it is, you know, it is their choice to say it. And you don't want to confront someone no, of and be course. like, are you hiding that your, your sexuality? Like, so that's why I always left it alone. I was always like, let me leave and be like, because it sucks like watching somebody hide something. And like, I wish I could have said like, hey man, do you have anything you want to tell me that's eating away at you every day? Because like, it's not your place to do that. But I wish that oh, I've, some I people would him. know to like it's okay to like be you know but i can never i can't imagine what it's like going it's, through something like that i mean yeah, no i mean i asked my friend like hey you know i asked him i think on two occasions like yeah you gay <laughs> and then he was like no man no man no man it's not like that man and it, it was that kind of stuff and i was like all right dude like it, i wasn't like it's like it's okay even even back then i was like i'm not gonna fucking hate you over them not like whatever man just it's funny because I imagine <laughs> in the '90s, it, you know, in, in, in early '90s too, like it must have been terrifying to to yeah. like the prospect I mean, of coming of like because now you know there's still people that hate gay people and there's still prejudice and all that, but you know I I imagine it's just a much nicer world to to be uh you know lgbtq whatever you want to call it you know any of yeah. that because there is a, a massive level of acceptance in a majority of american you know and, and mo- most you know of the civilized world like we you know there's a, a level of acceptance right uh, ingrained I just imagine the nineties was just fucking terrifying. Like you're just like I mean, I think yes, but also I think like, dude, it wasn't that strange in the nineties either, though. There wasn't I mean, yeah, it probably was way more terrifying. It was probably worse because you probably, you know, risking getting beat up and stuff. But like I mean, Pride was happening in the eighties and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. No, we, we, oh, there weren't any hangings in the street you for know? sure. And you know that the the nineties had uh, the real world, which started to like have gay cast members, which was an interesting yeah, thing to pa- like. Pedro, yeah, Paco? and it normalized. It showed you that it was Pedro that, Pedro. like, as an outsider or as a person who maybe hasn't interacted with with, with gay people or whatever, like they're people. You know what I mean? Which <clears throat> obviously their people you know what i mean we all knew it but it's like i feel like it humanizes it helped to humanize things and to help you connect in a way as an outsider you know as a third party like holy shit they're you know that's a person who has fears and and wants and needs and you know whatever like i feel like you can get caught up especially as a if you're a prejudiced person that you just dehumanize yeah. you know what i mean and i think that's a problem across the uh, board with uh, Anytime. I think if you're prejudiced, that's the point. You've dehumanized people because yeah. even some of the most uh, some people I know that uh, that have that prejudice to black people or whoever the case yeah. is, there's always that. Oh, there's those you know such and such, but oh that black dude, oh he's cool. That's Tom. Like oh yeah, I know that guy. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, there's, like... there's always like the one where they're like, oh that's the special one. It's like no, it's not the special one. That's the one that you just happen to get to know as a person. <laughs> yeah, and if you would yeah. get to know everybody as a person, you would then be like, oh wait. Well, yeah, if you would just, just let yourself, shit. uh, what's the default to that's a person? You know what I mean? Rather than that, yeah. this, that, the other. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. One of my buddies, Renee, he told me, um, he's a uh, he's the guy who's one of my gym trainers, and he he records with me now on the on the podcast, and uh, he tell me like he working at the gym, there's a lot of old white people that come over there, and he's been told like, oh, you're one of the good ones, and he's like, <laughs> Jesus, that's like, terrible, motherfucker, and like, it's like, bro, I could like 
That's got to be so frustrating. Bro, you know what I would do yeah. if I'm your trainer? I would put something on your on your machine that is going to rip your your quads. Like I would make you do something that would like like I'm gonna oh, fucking make now, sure you Jesse, don't walk. Jesse, he's one of the good ones now. Now you're gonna make no, one of the bad no, ones. No. You know what I would do? I would go, yeah, I'm one of the good ones who used to be your trainer. Goodbye forever. That's what I would do. I'd be like, I don't need your money. Goodbye. Yeah. He's yeah, definitely yeah. dude, see that guy's definitely he's not caught up in love. <laughs> I, bro, I love that that's what you thought because I know you too because you're a loving friend. Like, and I'm sure you've always been like that, you know? Like, yeah, you love your friends. So you heard that, you're like, fuck yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, I love my friends. And I'd probably love to play Crossfire with my friends. (laughs) It just made total sense. I just didn't think that they would end like, <laughs> right, so you're ending like, like cadence wise and like this, this, this literary device and like writing a song, you'll get caught up in the crossfire. I didn't mm-hmm. think that it would be the. Yeah, you so wouldn't think it'd be a bridge be to the next impactful. word, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I thought it was you'll get caught up in love. Crossfire. <laughs> so I could see I could see seeing it maybe you'll get caught up and love Crossfire, the yeah. game. Like you'll get caught oh. up in it and love it. No, I'm picturing two like twelve year old boys playing crossfire, looking at each other dead in the eyes, like I love you, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. All right. Let me get through my week real quick. So other than what else did you do? Other than Amalur, which I'll review once I'm done. I'm 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 sitting at like a four, three and a half, four. I, I want to say three and a half just because of the bugs, but I'm really enjoying it. So, you know, if I get if I burn out again, because it does have open world burnout, I can see it like yeah, streaming it's dated helps. for sure. But, you know, I can burn out just open world games. Fuck me because I end up just doing every side quest like Ghost of Tsushima. I haven't beat because I literally put 40 hours, you know, 40 some hours in, in the first area. <laughs> so it's like. There's He's, two yeah, more. I do the same thing. I have the same tick where I've got to do every like thing. Like I want to complete it all, you know. Yeah, and at least in Amalur versus Tsushima, like I'm getting gear. Like I'm getting new, you know, new stronger gear, and you're getting upgrades at least. Tsushima, you only have you know your sword, your bow. You know, you get like things like armor sets and stuff. I was doing all that, but I don't know. Uh, the story didn't grab me enough to where I wanted to continue because I could have just said fuck it and just done the rest of the story. But I was like, Amler's out. I want to play that. So that's what I'm going to do. Um, but also, I've been watching The Boys season two just started. Yes. So there's four episodes in. I've watched all four. Uh, I haven't watched the fourth one. I'm halfway into it. Dude, I didn't finish it. The Everyone's third, raving about it. The third it's episode. Dope. The shit with Stormfront blew me away. Like, I did not. I was you didn't, not prepared. You never read the comics, right? No. Okay, so in the comics, he's a dude. Okay, so it's, it's, a guy. It's, it's a guy. And he's from World War. I'm not going to say the spoiler, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I think it is like kind of a grab. So if you don't know, I'm not going to say it. But like, he is a dude. And he and um, basically, he's like a twist on a Shazam character. Oh. So... Now I, I'm wondering what oh if, if she God. has like some kind of form or something, but like and and uh, that character Stormfront in the comic is like really old. But when they so, turn into Stormfront, they look young, right? 
Uh, yeah, I don't remember if you ever see the transformation, and it's been a while since I read it. And he's not like a um, a super big character throughout, right? Because they're changing a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah well, like I'll tell you, a character that you may have just given me like a really fun little insight because they touch on this. You're gonna get this fourth episode goes into that, uh, and they're like, okay, "There's cool. no way." Like she's like twenty, you know, like twenty five, yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, so it's gonna be like that, or like a Black Adam, really. Like Black Adam, for instance, in the comics, is somebody who transformed into his magic form and just never, never came out. I think there's one of the stories where they trick him into saying the word. And he turns and he's like a really, really old man. Oof. So uh, Black Adam. So I would assume Stormfront could be something like that in, in this show. I'm oh, not they're sure. Definitely doing that. And that is so cool. <clears throat> like, okay, cool. sorry if it spoiled it for anyone, but that actually like makes me excited to kind of see where they go with it if they do it. Because they don't really talk about that yet. But you can, they say like, they, they talk to a lady who's like talking about this soup that uh killed her brother uh in the 60s and was racist it's a it's a black woman whose brother was killed by like a racist superhero back then mm-hmm. and they're talking about it and they're like you know whatever uh but this can't be a person that's you know active now because it's you know 40 mm-hmm. years later or whatever and she's like oh no 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 i saw her in the news that's her right there and they're like what she can't be that person like she would have been this age back then or whatever, you know, like there's no way. So they kind of hint towards it. So that's interesting. But uh, yeah, it's so, great. Yeah, so they, far. they gender swapped it. But I think it's I actually I, I thought it was pretty cool that they uh, did that. And I heard they're supposed to do a uh, hero gasm in this season. So I'm curious to see what that is. Do you know what that is? Mm-mm. Did I explain that last episode? OK, so hero gasm. All right. So, you know how in comics. So the boys, the comic is basically just spoofs on like Marvel DC shit. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And they just yeah. have a fun with it. And the show is actually doing the same thing too, like the Daredevil bit they do in yes, the first episode. God, that of was so two. good, amazing, so amazing. And then the Green <laughs> Arrow shit too was hilarious. Yeah, I, I thought the Green Arrow shit was hilarious. But anyway, um, so Hero Gasm comics. I don't think the show's addressed this at all yet. I I heard in an article that they were su- they're supposed to be doing this. So uh, you know in the comics when everybody like X Men, Avengers, everybody let's team up. There's like an intergalactic threat. We've got to go to outer space mm-hmm. and you know whatever yeah, like, like that, a, like right? A crisis, crisis, right? So Hero Gasm is like they basically almost annually they're like, oh my god, there's a threat coming. Uh, we all the heroes have got to go to outer space. We got to go defeat this thing to save the earth, you know. And really, they basically go to Jeffrey Epstein's island. <laughs> oh, and it's all like heroes, though. Like it's not kids. It's, it's heroes. Yeah, there's all they're, fucking just. They're all us. fucking each other, doing drugs, all types of oh, blows, awesome. and shit like that. So in the comics, that happens. And in the comics, Black Noir rapes Huey. No. So yes. So I'm wondering if we're gonna do that or because I heard this is a more black noir like focused. They they get more into him at least in in this season. But there's been about four episodes and he's been around a little more. Yeah, but not that much. This episode four, you see a bit more of him, but I mean, he doesn't talk, yeah. you know. And I yeah. know the and, secret about him. Like I, I won't say it, but I know the secret about him from the comics. I kind of looked into him. Uh, 
Because I was trying to figure out what his powers were originally, and then I just read, I'm like, oh, that's interesting, but... Yeah, 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 this yeah, season's uh, really fun. I mean, The Boys is great. Season one's fucking yes. great. And season two is... is uh, pretty wild, too. So if you ever feel like reading something, like, I think Comicsology has, like, the first five or six trade books, like, free, uh, unlimited. So yeah, I should probably got it. I thought about buying them on the Kindle, just because I read my Kindle. But I like, no, if I'm going to buy a trade, physical. yeah, I want a physical. Yeah, you get a, get a fucking physical trade. Maybe even get one of those that are, like... um. They're made in those kind of like foamy plastic kids books, so you can read it in the tubby. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know those kids. No, books I mean, I read in the tub. I just tub? don't get them wet. I keep my arms out. You know. Well, I really have no idea how this show is going to go because, like, <clears throat> in the comics, and I haven't finished the whole comics of the boys, so maybe there's something I didn't read yet. I've, I, but I got like to like I think in the 40s or issues of the 50s, and there's only like 70 issues, I think. Uh, but I just read up to the comics allergy. But they app and they end up taking best. Compound V in the comics, right? And like a couple of them yeah, get powers. They're initially give. Was he like Mother's Milk, for instance? Right? He uh, actually These got it from his names, bro. These names mm-hmm. are so stupid. Yeah, well, his they call him Mother's Milk because his guy has power from his mom. His mom used to work. You're at right, a and she breastfed him, and he has to drink it, right? Him. Yes, and he has to keep drinking the breast milk because he's like got to keep that going. I forget exactly the reason, but well, yeah, because okay. if he um, doesn't have the compound V, like something yes. happens. Yeah, so bad. yeah. Other people got it injected. Like Huey, um, uh, butcher just like injects him with it quickly without him even noticing. Like he like gets him to join the team and just pops him with it, and then he's like, "Okay, now you're get? good to go." Word. No, it yeah, makes but, it so um, that they can combat them. That's the whole thing. But the show kind of. It's a little more fun because they are powerless weirdos fighting superpowered yeah. people. So it's it's Yeah, I I do like that. But the other thing I was gonna say is that um his wife is dead in the books. Mm. So this whole thing with Butcher and his wife and all that shit is is very fascinating to me because it's a complete departure. Cause in the books, when she gave birth to um Homelander's son, it burned a hole straight through her like it ripped her apart and like the uh, butcher actually beat that baby to death with a crowbar if I'm not <laughs> like she killed that super baby and that's kind of what started him on this path to be like part of the boys and in fact they're all associated with the government the whole time in the books yeah we're in the show not so much he's like fringe where he was with the lady that was trying to take down the soups but then yeah it's interesting. They don't really tell you if Homelander has a weakness. I can't tell if he's bulletproof and like invulnerable or what's going on. And I don't think he does. Like I think that's one of the things in the comics too. Like he is not like Superman in the sense that there's kryptonite. I don't yeah. I don't think there I don't is. Think he has a weakness, Any- right? He's just like ultra powerful. Yeah. It, there's going to be something. It's going to be something stupid like compassion is my weakness. Dude, the, no, the best the scenes books, from... there's some stuff that happens that like it's he doesn't. Oh, I mean, Jesse, and by the way, compassion is definitely not even in his wheelhouse. He is a full-on psychopath. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've seen him. I saw the first episode of season 1 and I thought it was an incredible show. Yeah. Uh, I just don't Dude, I don't watch things, but I think scene that was uh, really neat. In season one where they use the super baby and just fucking murder everybody. Like he's just holding yeah. up a baby and it's shooting laser vision <laughs> and he is killing yeah. like all it's these amazing. fucking agents, just cutting them in half, and he's yeah. like he's so stoked about it because Butcher hates soups, but you know, yeah, he's like, Fuck it, I'll i I'll use one to kill people. 
Yeah. But um, so it's it's good. <laughs> we'll we'll kind of I'll review it fully once it's done. But right now, I mean, it's yep. right up there with season one. So, yeah. um, other than that, I did um have um some people jump in the stream and mention that uh a um moonwitch who's uh bianca she had written an email and i guess it went to spam for some reason it went to not even spam went to promotions which i don't ever look at you know for the nerds um gmail so i'm gonna read uh her question from december of 2019 oh shit sorry moonwitch i know we we read her other one which was in july um because she had mentioned that's she had sent in a link to her buddy who was streaming Castlevania Bloodlines, but the link doesn't work and it doesn't say his uh, Twitch name, so I don't know it. So if she wants to write in and or you know just tell me on the on the Twitch stream, I'll uh, I'll put in the notes the next time I'm I'm streaming. Um, but nice. her email was was titled "Toss in a Coin," um, and it says "Hello nerds, uh, this question is for your boy Jester nine five four. Once he's back oh, in the shit. building." Uh, if you could be a traveling bard and accompany anyone you wanted 24-7 with the purpose of writing songs about them, who would you want to follow? Would you stick mm. to acoustic or would you want to go full metal for every song? <laughs> acoustic. I'd be. I'd, I'd do folky shit. Um, who would I follow? I guess this means like game or nerd-wise? Yeah, anything, really. Um, Real or fake. Oh, shit. Um, oh, okay. So I think I would travel with Ryu because he's always on foot. Hell yeah. And he's always going all over the world, fighting new people, meeting new cultures, meeting new fighters. And I feel like I would, it'd be so nice to like travel the world and meet other people with talents. And, and just like play honestly, watch him get caught up in love. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, nah, he doesn't it. have time for that. All Cross fighter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that Ryu would be a wonderful choice because yeah, that'd he's be always awesome. traveling. Um, but like a runner-up, maybe definitely not an, a, a hollow from Dark Souls. Hell no. That's just too dangerous. Dog. I'm not going yeah, to I would, just have I would actually pay money to see you be a bard for Ryu and just follow him around and sing tales for him. We should I make a web series. Like yeah. We should make a web series where it's just you and then we have out of focus people beating the shit out of each other in the background and you're just writing songs like and an uppercut. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Crossfire. <laughs> I think Ryu is the best choice. I mean, obviously you could throw in anything, any other game and stuff, but Ryu is good. And then maybe um maybe like a dragon's dogma. Like that guy, like that adventure, like a big RPG adventure. Nah, but actually, bro. I do think my um, you my answer follow, would be Ryu. You should follow uh, Noctis in Final Fantasy 15 and his friends, and just write beautiful songs about friendship. And bro, I would be so caught up in love that whole time. <laughs> I love those guys, bro. I would definitely, and they for love sure each other. They're loving. Hell friends. yeah, bro! I would definitely, definitely, uh have bath time with those guys because you know when you like when you, when you camp it's like woohoo yeah. bath time like Noctis is like I'm dirty and then Prompto's like bath time and I'm like wait do they all bathe together um, I'm like alright I can get in on that yeah and then you just pull your dick <laughs> oh, out so, like guys oh. I'm with you <laughs> it's like the uh, step bro what are you doing it's oh like, god <laughs> guardian bro what are you doing it's so interesting just, here, just <laughs> massaging you oh god it's so um, interesting that though. that's a porn thing now like no, that makes perfect sense. Having uh, had stepsisters, I mean, I might be unique in this, but I hated them. I didn't want to fuck them. They fucked all my friends, but I just hated them. It's taboo. Yeah, we like taboos and shit. So Then I mean, again, 
I didn't have like a loving step family, you know, it wasn't like that. It was like an abusive asshole and his shitty abusive kids. <laughs> oh, that's the that's perfect. Those are the ones you fuck. No, 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 no. I want to fuck the damaged, broken ones that don't have like the ones where you have a nice stepsister you grow up with, you love her as a sister. That's one, but you have an asshole stepdad with some fucked up kids. Those are the ones you fuck. No, I hated them. (laughs) I don't know. It was my unique experience, but instead they fucked all my friends. So it's like, or one of them did. I think you get kicked out of Final Fantasy 15 for that one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I did not get um, caught up in love with them. I definitely would follow Ryu because I think that, um, dude, that's a that actually really gives me, good that answer. gives me a really cool idea to like, like pretend that I am following him and like journey and like write a song about like one of his battles because I'm gonna have to do something with like my music energy because uh, I'm my band is no longer a thing that fell apart. There'll be announcements in the future, so I'm putting all my energy into podcasting. But that does sound like a fun idea. Bro. To Actually, like, not just a uh, song about one fight, but every verse should be a different fight, like from Sagat to like whoever yeah. else. Well, that it could be, be cool to make a couple of songs, you know, rather than be so that way yeah. he has like a that's path, cool. you know. But yeah, I think that's yeah, a really good answer, actually, because he that does. Was cool, he, that was he, a cool question. I mean, I hate to be like cheesy and pick Street Fighter, but I mean, it's a it's it's perfect. No, He's it is constantly perfect. traveling to new grounds, new lands, meeting new people with new mm-hmm. talents and. That's just a great thing. Thank you for that, Moon Witch. It's cool. It's a cool. It's a cool idea thrown in my head and mull around for ideas. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, appreciate it. Sorry, this email for some reason just didn't come. That's so weird because I I was looking at it while I was streaming. I'm like, wait, it's in promotions. Like, so I don't know how I even I clicked over there because I was tapping around. I'm like, I'm such a boomer. I was looking so stupid because I couldn't figure out how to work my shit. Um, but anyways, uh, it could be like um. Could possibly be maybe an algorithm in the way that she wrote the words out. It may sound like somebody addressing a company or like a thing. So it's like, oh, this seems like a promotional email. I don't know. That makes no sense. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and then one of the other people that came in was James Hop, and he uh, streams on Facebook. He he moved from Twitch over to Facebook. I guess you know the Twitch is kind of weird. Um. So his, uh, I wanted to kind of put his name out there. Uh, I just followed his page, which I thought I had because he followed uh, nerds on it. But it's Wasteland Batman, and it, so it's all one word, but the E in Waste of Wasteland. Well, the only E in the fucking whole thing is a three. Um, so it's Facebook.com forward slash W A S T three L A N D B A T M A N. Um, and he's been streaming Avengers, but he streams all kinds of stuff. So I wanted to kind of throw cool. him out there. And he did shoot a message for you. Um, so he said, I don't know if Jesse reads the messages or not, uh, but I thought I'd throw an invite for any of you guys to be on the podcast. Uh, he has a podcast. Uh, I'm just starting it back up after my old computer died uh, a while ago. It's a rock music podcast where I have a guest or guests come on and talk about one of their favorite bands. Uh, after you guys Ooh. were getting hard uh, over <laughs> Deftones last episode, I figured... Uh, you made good candidates for what I do. I mean, you can have us on. Jesse and I will talk Deftones until you want us to not talk Deftones anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would also say um, shoot me a friend request and um, hit me up in the chat because I'm definitely down to do that because, I mean, I could pick extensive any 
like I love to talk music. So yeah, if it's like, oh, like you pick a band for the episode, I'd be like, ooh, which band to pick? Like, there's so many things to do. There's Deftones, you know, right now, or there's also like, you know, In Flames, Clayman, Twentieth is already out. I'm waiting for my shit to come in the mail, and so many other bands. I always said hard rock, so um, most of the stuff I listen to qualifies as like heavier shit. But obviously, there are things that I love that are rock, which like, you know, Incubus and stuff like that. But um, I think that would be a great time. I would love to do a uh, to do some music talk so holler at your boy weird speaking of i was just uh getting out of his message and i guess smashing pumpkins has a new album coming out <laughs> and then i don't know man video. it's weird i saw a video yeah and it's just after seeing billy corbin like corgan on corgan corbin sorry, is the, the documentary he's the cocaine cowboys guy so yeah after seeing corgan on like msnbc and like being in the news and politics and wrestling I just can't picture like the angsty teen grunge guy anymore. It's like yeah, he's almost fifty. I'm sure. I mean, that's fine. Same thing with like Marilyn Manson. He released an album today. We are chaos. It's like shut up. You're old and fat, and like yeah. you're still like he, you're, you're you're like old and fucking shitty, and you still do t- too much cocaine. And I Dude, hear um, he's what's melting. His name? Uh, Big J, Big J Okerson. They do the uh, sex, drugs, rock and roll podcast. Mm-hmm. He talks about that with Marilyn Manson that he went to one of the more recent concerts and yeah he's out of shape bigger and it's just not the same show anymore like it's just not well, yeah I mean yeah, you like, look I at him he looks like a was... marshmallow that you put in the microwave like he's bulging out and he's like he has no neck anymore it's so weird that's just treating your body wrong but I mean it that's fine it's just that when you're tr- I mean and the the new cover album the cover art is great it's a really cool like kind of artistic painting of what like his image used to look like and you know i'm sure he can still make music age doesn't change that i'm sure it's cool but it's just hard for me to still picture him as like the angsty in your 20s fuck the world like dude you're a one percent or like you're yeah, like dude. a fucking point five percent or you've and been rich for a long like a yeah, lot longer than you were poor famous for a long time yeah you're longer no than longer you were the poor. voice of the voiceless movie. yeah um <laughs> but not, i mean in the end if the music's good the music's good well, and liked, same thing with smashing pumpkins but i haven't liked manson i mean i only really liked uh portrait of an american family and smells like children I, those are the literal only two albums of and smells like children is just like a ep um the only one i like is hollywood Nah, dude. Listen to Portrait, dude. It's so good. It's so '90s grunge. And yeah, I hate it. What I love I about like when it he gets heavier. What I love about Portrait of an American Family is that it's just clearly Marilyn Manson in the '90s. You know, desperate to like, not desperate, like trying to figure out how to break break in. And you know, he figured out his thing is like being. Scary, scary looking or whatever but he's clearly just writing songs that are offensive on purpose right like they just is he's just like what can i say <laughs> to like inf- incite people to listen to you know to get mad so that they hate listen to me you know yeah it's like he just says weird shit like it's it's hard to even like there's just a line where he just out of nowhere says who said date rape isn't kind <laughs> And I'm like, oh, you didn't even, like, this isn't even writing. Like, this isn't a writing exercise, or you're not even, like, there's no point. It has no point in the song. It's just a line that you're like, oh, you said this because you knew it would be inflammatory, you know? He's yeah, like, sounds uh, like politics today, actually. Yeah, he's like a Milo Ianopoulos. <laughs> he's, like, trying to be a provocateur. Yeah. 
Um, He just lucks out that he could say that in the 90s and people didn't lose their shit. Because, I mean, it's a shitty line. And (laughs) if you wrote it now, people would be like, fuck you. (laughs) The hell? Oh, yeah, you'd be canceled quick for that. I mean, that is a terrible thing to say. (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck, fuck's wrong with you yeah like and that's uh, what i'm saying you hear so many lines like that and i just love it for how cheesy that is you know like i was 12 when that album came out or like when i got it bro it fucking spoke to me i was obsessed i used to fucking i used to try and write like my own songs like him it was really yeah it was bad um anyways yeah it was so yeah smashing pumpkins but it's like hey man i mean i, I guess if the music's good cool it's just weird, you know. I mean, I, I can't stop him. I didn't jive with anything on Zeitgeist, so I have no interest in this. Like the last Pumpkins album I was really into was Melancholy. Um, and oh yeah, Melancholy Sadness. and the Infinite Sadnesses. Siamese Dream is to heavy music that and Metallica load. Yeah, Siamese Dream is probably my favorite of theirs, um, but Melancholy has some bangers on it. Um, so, anyways, the the that's the only thing I had uh, left was to talk about that. Um, if we want to do a couple of quick news stories before we go deep, deep dive, um, we can get them out of the way. So we got the Xbox Series S uh, announced and the price and release date for the Series X and S uh, kind of all at once. So yeah, the Series S is a diskless, like kind of less powerful, but also overall cheaper version of the new, you know, the next gen uh, Xbox. Correct. Uh, and it is going to be two ninety nine, where the Series X will be four ninety nine. And honestly, the series like the these look like I mean the Series X looks like a fucking computer, like literally a tower that you like just a desktop. And I'm sure yeah. it's going to have pr- some functionality that's going to pretty much bridge a lot of that, which will be cool. Um, they will both be out November tenth, with pre orders available on September twenty second. Um. I'm just going to go over a quick uh, list of some stats for the Series S. Um, it's going to have an 8-core AMD Zen 2 CPU, which is going to be, uh, I think it's 8 cores at 3.6 gigahertz. Um, it's going to have an AMD RDNA 2 GPU 20 compute unit uh, 1.5 gigahertz graphics card. So I guess it's going to be a dual GPU. So uh, dual processing graphics card um it's gonna have four teraflops on the gpu who knows that's just a how much information it processes um it's gonna have 10 gigs of ddr6 um which is really eight gigs at uh 224 gigabytes and two gigs at 56 gigabytes a second so that's weird i don't know this is a weird thing but it's gonna have a target of 1440p at 60 frames per second and up to 120 fps yeah so no 4k no 4k yeah, it, up, it upscales 4k or something yeah it doesn't do native i don't believe yeah um so that's cool i mean that's a that's a really uh smart thing as an entry level system you know what i mean like like a bridge yeah, it's between like a the two. yeah i would say if 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 you are somebody who needs like both, right, mm-hmm. like a PlayStation and an Xbox, my suggestion would be get the PlayStation Five, oh, yeah, and then get the Xbox S and get the um the membership thing, fifteen dollar yeah. Game Pass, yes. and just use it as a Game Pass machine to get the exclusives because you'll get them for fifteen bucks a month, and you can get all the Halo gears and whatever other exclusives there, and you can just have it in that two ninety nine machine, yep, and then yeah. have your PlayStation Five 
for everything you really want to play they, and everything you want to do. They played this one pretty smart with the uh, Games Pass Plus, which is what they're calling that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really smart because they know that in the market, they're still probably not necessarily going to edge out Sony. So what are they going to do? Make That's really smart. You kind of probably hit their plan on like nail on the head. You know what I mean? They want to have a yeah. system that's two ninety nine, so it's cheap enough that you know someone who Most, dude, it's the price of a fucking switch. Yeah, yeah. You get a three hundred dollars system, throw fifteen bucks a month out. You know, maybe not right away when there's games available that you want to play. Start paying, and then all of a sudden you've got the best of both worlds. Yep, really smart. Yep. Sony yeah, will never. I mean, do I think like I think it's known, and I love this. Sony PS five is going to be the real gaming system for the next generation. People are still going to play Xbox, but the truth, the light, the way is always going to be so. It's going to be PlayStation. Well, it's been that way, you know. This last gen too is pretty much yeah. You know, um. So the funny thing is, by the way, um, uh, fuck, what's his name? Uh, I interviewed. P- I don't know. So the the president of uh, the, I guess Microsoft or whatever the the guy oh, that was kind of doing the tours. He had mm-hmm. a Series S in the background on a couple of interviews, like just sitting in the on a like in a shelf in the background. So it was just like a fun way to kind of uh, like hide it in plain sight. Yeah, it's so funny though because people call the Series X a refrigerator because it looks like a mini fridge, and the Series S a subwoofer because <laughs> it looks like a speaker. It's white with a big black circle, graded circle on it. Yeah, but again, I well, uh, a, a funny thing with that was when they did one of their their Xbox uh, like shows, one of their like you know you know Sony has the reveal shows. Uh, <clears throat> one of the guys on the Microsoft team was streaming from his house, obviously because of lockdown, and he he has a black refrigerator and he put the one little thing he made he turned his Xbox into the tower of the Series X so his refrigerator in his kitchen looks like a Series X oh, that's the size of a refrigerator I'm sure let me see if I can find it and send it to you because it's almost like he embraced the whole idea of everybody calling it a fridge so he purposely like streamed from his kitchen and he made his refrigerator look like a Series X cool yeah, that's pretty good the PlayStation 5 <laughs> memes have been uh, the PlayStation 5 looking like a fan yeah, like or those, like, yeah. <laughs> have you seen the one where they or, put it as Seto Kaiba's jacket from Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> I've seen that one, and I've seen the Wally one. Yeah, like yeah. The, the uh, thing that Wally likes. Uh, so we also got some news on some movies getting pushed back. Uh, Wonder Woman two got pushed back to Christmas. Um, and uh, what do we got? Delays. I saw something else delayed. Uh, GameStop has uh, plans to apparently close around four hundred and fifty stores. Like, yeah, duh, they're. A new Hyrule Warriors game, Age of Calamity, was announced for Switch. I don't know anything about it. Don't really care, but you know it's coming out. If you like those Muso games, Uh, we got a Prince of Persia: Sands of Time remake uh, teased, Um, and then a new game. Interesting. Uh, It's fuck. I just had the name of it. Damn it. It's called. Oh my god. Um, It's called Chronos Before the Ashes, which is going to be a prequel to Remnant from the Ashes, but Whoa. as like a third-person, more melee-focused action game. And it's really a re-release of a VR game that they're pulling the VR out of. Like, it, they're they're making it just a game that you don't need VR mm. anymore. So, pretty cool. Gunfire Games uh, kind of teased it. They have a trailer out. It looks like Remnant, but more Sword and Shield. Mm. Nice. Fuck it. Yeah, which is going to be Backtrack more... Backtrack and try to sword and board. Yeah, which is going to be more of a um, uh, 
Dark Soulsy type of thing because you know it's basically that was Souls with guns, third person you know Souls with guns. Um, so, oh, that's what got uh, pushed back. Kenna Bridge of Spirits, which is a PS Five game or whatever um, that we saw, the one that had uh, the kind of like Kubo and the six strings uh, style art. Um, okay, like cartoony. Yeah, uh, it's no longer launching this holiday, so it's got kind of pushed back. I don't oh, know. Bummer. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I, I got one question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to about the consoles, and we talked about Xbox, but with PlayStation, like with this weird ass shit of sign up to get uh, to get. Like basically raffle tickets. Oh yeah, so I already that did. we can pick who gets a PlayStation Five. Basically, yeah, who can pre-order? Who gets the opportunity to buy one? Basically, yeah, and them not really saying much on it. Um, do you think that we probably won't see any PlayStation Fives out after this until next year? Oh yeah, with we're gonna something have something like this happening. Yeah, we're gonna have a couple months like they did with the PS4, where you just can't get them. Like they're just gonna the drought. Yeah. yeah. Which is annoying. I signed up, you know, to be able to pre-order. Um, yeah. I normally I mean, wouldn't, but I think somebody on the podcast should have one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't know if Keith's going to be able to. Um, I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess you're right. But and I'm not saying that have, as like, a drag a for you or like throwing shade your way. You know what I mean? It's more just saying. No. I know you're you not. You probably make five. You probably make four or five times what I make. I got. You have a real job. I have a fake job. Um. <laughs> But um, also, I don't have I don't have the many Listen, bills, and I'm actually Jesse, a lot of disposable income. A male exotic dancer is just as good and just as important as a female exotic dancer. All exotic dancers are <laughs> are strong, right. independent people. Um, I mean, I, I I guess I do feel you. Like we should, damn, we should. Like I should have thought of that. But I mean, you can still sign up. Basically, I think what they're doing is they're gonna. They only want your PlayStation username, mm-hmm. and you put that in. And I guess they're gonna. From my understanding, I think they said something about they're basically gonna look at the activity on your feed, and I guess that's gonna kind of help dictate who they offer. Yeah, the they're probably just gonna to? say who actually uses their PS. You know, like who's using their Bro, PlayStation. But if I that think was that's... the case, I wish. If that was the case, I wish because. I like I talk I talk to people all the time like on like friends of mine on the phone about video games and shit, and sometimes I listen to myself and I sound like a Sony PR person, yeah. and I'm like, dude, I wish I could get a job like in the marketing. Like I honestly love the product, I love the shit, I stand for it, and I wish they could see that. I wish I could be like, yo, listen to my podcast and see me in my normal life. <laughs> I love your shit. Give me one. Give you know, me one, and I, I'll get somebody to buy one. Did you see that on the um? The, the documentary out on Netflix, the high score where um, Sega literally hired people to go in with like in colleges and just be like, hey, Sega Genesis is awesome, right? And just get everybody <laughs> all riled up about Sega. Maybe you can find a job like that with Bro, PlayStation, man. Just I wear a put, Sony PlayStation. Uh, It'll be just like Community. Have you ever watched that season of Community where they had the Subway guy and his name was like Subway? They, like legally his name was changed to Subway. <laughs> Yeah, no, that could that's be you, though. where you just legally change your name to Bro, Sony PlayStation. <laughs> I, well, I won't do that, but I will. I have an official PlayStation shirt, too, I found at a thrift store. I will put a Sony pin on a blazer and go and preach the good word oh of God, the ponies. That'd be amazing. That I love it. I would fantastic. love that. I lo- Dude, I love this company. I've been with them since the jump. 
And maybe that's who you need to be a bard for is like go find the CEO of Sony <laughs> PlayStation and sing of the tales of his that's like so board funny. meetings and shit. And you'll be outside the fucking door just singing about the new like marketing <laughs> strategies for PlayStation 5. Um, <laughs> oh, that's God. so funny. So the last little thing I had to talk about is uh we got the Dune trailer um that came out. Um I I really love Denny Villeneuve. Uh, I didn't really love Blade Runner, Blade Runner 2049, but I mean, it's a Blade Runner movie. They're both fucking boring and stupid, so. Uh, but they look awesome. Um, but I like Denny Villeneuve. He's a good director, and he's directing this. Looks good. I mean, you know, looks awesome. It's got some yeah. weird casting choices, but I'm I'm here for it. Um, okay. I, I mean, I'm neither here nor there. I, don't, I know nothing of Dune. Uh, I just know that it's high, high sci-fi, like hard sci-fi in the sense of like, not it's not Star Wars. It's more Star yeah. Trek. It's more like yeah. narrative. It's not fun and politics. It's not fun Star Wars action. Yeah, adventure. it's not like flippies and laser swords. It's more like desert politics. Yeah, dystopia. Sandworms. Um, I will say this though. Uh, you did get blasphemous recently. Uh, the new DLC for Blasphemous is out. It is free. So when you launch your game, uh, you can pick a new background. You do have to complete the base game in order to unlock the DLC, though, which is really good. So definitely play it and uh, check it out. Blasphemous is a great game. You should be playing it. Oh, also, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World is getting re-released for a 10-year anniversary. Yeah. Yay! Wonderful game. It's awesome. If anybody's excited about that, shut the fuck up and go by River City Girls because it's the same thing but better. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see. I saw only a Switch trailer, which is making me nervous. But I'm hoping they're going to release it on the other consoles as well. Uh, speaking of side-scrolling uh, beat-em-ups, <clears throat> I will mention just briefly, uh, if anybody's got an Xbox or you, you got the Game Pass... A uh, new Battletoads game came out, and that oh, is yeah. actually pretty damn good. Uh, me and my son played it through, and we beat it in a decent little run in like a day or two or something. And uh, it was uh, it was pretty good. <laughs> was it hard as shit? Yeah, actually, it did have some very difficult parts. There was a lot of the bike rides. They, they were actually pretty true to the classics. The I would almost say the fighting mechanics are actually a little um, a little more interesting than Streets of Rage Four in that. When you play it, you do have different move sets where you can do combos and you can do pop-ups and like wall bounces and stuff, as well as you can also during combos flip between all the battle toads and then just interchange characters in and continue combos and stuff. Oh, like that. cool. Okay, so I see what that, you mean. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty interesting. The only th- the criticism I have of it, I'd say, is that um, I felt like it could use a little more of the beat em up levels and trim down on the other, like, um, like um, the repelling or the bike levels. Or the well, gimmick yeah, levels. there's like two sets of bike levels. Then there's like a, um, like a, like a galact, um, fuck, I'm tripping over the word right now, but it's like with a classic space shooter where you basically take the stick and you move it and it just shoots constantly, like almost like a rail shooter type thing. Um, okay. Uh, there, there's a bit like that for uh, uh that goes on a little too long 
and, and, and they are fairly difficult, I'd say as well. Um, but it, but it's still fun and you can change difficulty levels on it. So, I mean, I guess you can make it a little easier. I mean, I play with my son, so I did it like on the normal setting, I think. Um, but I think there's like an easier and a harder mode with it. And, uh, it actually was kind of surprising. Uh, some of the early artwork and everything of it, I kind of wasn't that impressed with it. It looks more like a, um, cartoon network show. Same. That's why I checked thing. out. Yeah. Yeah. I checked out but because of the art style. Yeah, but but at, but playing it like they definitely gave it more of a narrative. Like it has actually more of a story. Um, the queen is like toned down from the tights, big tits stuff to where she's like more of like a kid friendly thing. Wow. And um, yeah, but I think they're going for more of a kids audience. And to be honest with you, I actually did appreciate it as a whole. Like the um, the style they went with, it actually is pretty fun. Like I, I really enjoyed it. Um, so I would, yeah, I would but suggest. she was fine before though, dog. She was fly. True. Yeah, that's true, but whatever. I mean, it's it's changed. No, I, I'm and, just, uh, I'm, I'm Josh and I don't give a fuck. I it's know, all good. I know, I know, but I mean, I, I, I was just impressed. I did, I really didn't think it was going to be that great, to be honest with you. But I was like, my son played some of the classic Battle Toes when I got the rare replay. So mm-hmm. uh, the new one was up, and I was like, yeah, you want to play this? And he was like, yeah. So we did it, and um, it was dope. So I'd suggest that. Cool. Is it cool. time to touch cool. the darkness inside of us? The touch demon the inside dark me. Demon inside touch the demon inside me. Butthole. Uh, yeah, <laughs> let's talk about demon souls. Inside my dickhole, where it spits. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Uh, so, Demon <laughs> Souls was originally released uh, October 6th, 2009 in North America. February 5th, the day after my birthday, 2009 in Japan. <clears throat> Uh, and then uh, 2010, June 25th, June 25th, 2010, Europe. Uh, developed by From Software. Uh, directed by Hidetaka Miyazaki, the base god. Uh, yep. And it is the beginning, the beginning of all, Be- of all the things. The beginning of the rest of our lives, bro. <laughs> the beginning of all time, bro. Yeah. My life didn't exist before Demon Souls. I was a different person. I mean, I will say this. I didn't do Demon Souls. I did it. I did Demon Souls after Dark Souls one and two. Well, uh, I know what's funny is I pre-ordered Demon Souls because Patrick Klepek from Giant Bomb uh, t- was talking about it on a podcast, and at the time I was listening to Giant Bomb a lot because you know gi- there wasn't a lot going on in podcast world. You know, and I, not that I don't like Giant Bomb. I just don't really listen now. Um, but he was talking about oh, it's this game that's like really hard but also really rewarding and i was like that sounds like something i'd like even though i rage i don't know why i would think that it's like something yeah. i'd love but it's like that sounds fun and i got it and then the flame lurker made me rage but um mm. I, I literally picked it up day one you know i wow. am so surprised that people and I've, I've heard this as i've looked into demon souls people point to the flame lurker as being one of these hard bosses and I'm surprised more people don't rage over Maneater. Maneater fucked my world up. That's the, the like first gargoyles fight, right? The two. Basically, yeah, those yeah. two gargoyle things. You know but why? The problem Seth. with that fight is it's on a thin mm-hmm. like platform, and the camera shit is fucking god damn. Doing that at the camera, but as much as the lock on shit. Yeah. The, the, the lock on shit will fuck you up because. When he flies in the air, jumps in and out and everything, it'll fuck your camera up if you're locked on. Yeah, like, so you lock off. 
Yeah, and I've started like realizing that because typically I like to turn a strafe and and see where the guy's at. But yeah, I've learned my lesson. With well, I'll that. tell you why I, nobody bitches about that because they barely got there. Flame Lurkers first. It's like the third oh, fight. Yeah, their boss. that's true. Oh, if and, you go in a row, if you go, because you can. Yeah, go you can go however you want. Out, so yeah, but. but Flame Lurker's also the first aggressive, fast boss that you're fighting. True. You think yeah. you fight Phalanx, you fight the big steam iron golem knight thing, whatever, a giant golem. Well, the giant it's... spider. No, you well, yeah, you the... fight the giant spider too, and you fight the giant uh, iron knight that you have to go kill all the archers and then cut his little legs. Yeah, him. Yeah, he's easy. He's or easy, you, if easy. you got magic, you could just shoot him in the fucking head mm-hmm. on, on a high perch, and it's over. Yeah. So. Um, and then you fight Lurker, who fucking leaps at you. Like, everyone else just kind of walks around real slow. You know, Phalanx is just, like, shooting spears so you can easily dodge, you know? He's the yeah. first fight that is, like, a precursor to Bloodborne. Like, a f- fucking dude jumping at you, slashing, and, like, just very highly aggressive. Yeah. Um, um, also, I mean, I'm not sure because... Maneater was yeah, a bitch, but not the worst. I think but um I know he what I was, was getting the to one is who uh, fucked my shit up. I so, had I didn't have merely any problems with any other bosses other than Maneater. It was, was most likely due to the lock on issue because one yeah. thing that I learned after a couple of years of souls was uh with certain types of enemies, especially big ones, it's actually better to not lock on to them. It's yeah. better to just like just know your weapon, but don't lock on because then you're stuck like in this weird strafing speed. So for a lot of enemies, especially like one, like if you have hazards in the area, like Dark Souls 2, you'll fight this boss where like there's like random holes in the floor. You can fall into pits of lava. And while you're dealing with this boss, you forget to think about there's holes in the ground and you'll just fall through the hole. And well, and also, are, you know, like you said, if they're big, like the cleric beast and Bloodborne, it can just stick the camera inside of them, and then you can't see shit. Yeah. So if so, you if you have control with the way you attack as well, like yeah. especially bigger bosses, you can't really aim your attack the way you'd want to if you're locked on. I've noticed that as well. Mm-hmm. Correct. But I mean, I don't know. We just started off with flame Lurker, man eaters, and lock. Unlock. Well, we could start. A little more for the beginning, then. And yeah, um, like, what is I, it? Well, I'm gonna read the. Let me read the synopsis so we can just yes. get through That's like basic story. So it says, uh, I'm just on Wikipedia. So Demon Souls takes place in the kingdom of Boletaria, which is the you know like, uh, like Dark Souls Two, Drangleic, or um, what is it called in Dark Souls? Oh, that's the first um. <sighs> What the fuck, dude? The first area where you meet Solaire and everybody. The, uh, the Berg. The Berg. Undead Berg. Undead Berg. Mm, no, that's not the world. Oh, you're right. Because Dark Souls three is Lothric. Yeah, the two was uh, Drenglaic. Drenglaic. Which you get to Drenglaic Castle, but the world, you know, the the area it's you're in Drang-Laic. is called Drenglaic. There's a name in in Dark Souls, but I can't remember. Um, but anyways, it takes place in uh the Kingdom of Boletaria in ancient times. Due to the misuse of magic known as the Soul Arts, Boletaria was attacked by a being called the Old One. The world was nearly consumed by the magical deep fog and the soul-eating demons it created. The Old One was eventually lulled into slumber, saving what remained of Boletaria, while some survived, uh, survivors became long-lived monumentals to warn future generations. In the game's present, Boletaria, Boletaria's ruler, King Alant, 
restored the soul arts, awakening the old one and its demon army. Boletaria is now being consumed by demons uh, with those humans without souls turning into insane monsters. Uh, Lordran. Yeah. Oh, Lordran. There you go. That's Lordran the name of it. One. There you go. Uh, yeah, players the take the role guy. of an adventurer entering the fog engulfing Boletaria. After being killed, the player wakes up in the Nexus and meets the benevolent demon called the Maiden in Black, as well as various other characters. Yes, which is also surprising that your Herald, Maiden in Black, she's a demon. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's the secret Crazy. final boss if you want to fight her. See, I did not know that. I, I I don't know what I missed, but I fought that thing, and then she like put it to sleep, and I just kind of left, and it reset. Like I did not kill her. I found out later that you can fight her, and I was like, shit, I wanted to fight. Are you her fucking there, kidding but... me? I did not know this. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, are you, you fucking her? kidding me? Do I have to? Reload my PS3 and update that shit. I you fight her. I don't think it's actually a fight. Fight. I think you just kill her. Yeah, I think so too. You might be right because I mean she does have her back to you. I think you could probably just backstab her and fucking kill her. I don't know, but um, because it's not like a full boss fight. No, I don't think it's that. It's um okay. Then I might have. Well, let me tell you. So I'll read it. Uh, so it says, now bound to the Nexus until the old one is returned to slumber, the player travels to five regions of Boletaria, killing powerful demons, controlling those areas, and absorbing their souls to increase their power so that they can face King Alant. However, the King Alant the player faces is revealed to be a it's demon a imposter. Demon. Yeah, uh, after defeating fake. false King Alant, the Maiden in Black takes the player, now dubbed the Slayer of Demons, to the old one. The Slayer of Demons then faces the true King Alant, who has been transformed into a helpless blob-like demon within the Old yeah. One's body. It's interesting. Correct. It's like this weird tree root thing mm-hmm. that you just kind of bramble smash through, and then there's just like a little... Um, yeah. Within the Old One's body. So the Maiden in Black then arrives to put the Old One to sleep again. If the Slayer of Demons leaves the Old One, they are hailed as the hero of the restored, uh, though damaged, Boletaria. Uh, becoming a new monumental to support the world as the knowledge of the soul arts is lost. If the Slayer of Demons kills the Maiden in Black, they serve the Old One uh, and sate their hunger of souls uh, as the fog continues to spread. Their hunger for souls. So basically, it's almost bloodborne in that like you, you can become the next doll or you know whatever. Or the next yeah. German. I'm sorry, not doll. Yeah, um... Yeah, I mean, I I I remember too. The uh, there's a character in the game that's King Alant's son. Oh, uh, starts with an O. He's the guy who you keep having to rescue. Ostrava, Ostrava, yeah, something, something like, that. like that. Oh yeah, Actually, Ostrava, yeah. No, it's not. I don't know if that's. I don't know if King Alant is his son, his dad. I think it's yeah, the yeah. King it's Doron, the, isn't it? No, Alant is the father of the guy who you keep having to save, and okay. he has like a really gaudy sword and shield. Okay. And at well, the end who's... of the game, he gives you the key to the mausoleum, yes. and then he kills himself, and then you have to fight him on the bridge. Uh, yes. So, yeah, you fight him on a bridge. Now, when you go back to the mausoleum and you open it up, you can get the demon brand there from King Doran. I think yes, it's his name, King right? Doran, Doran? Yeah, King Doran has the demon brand, but the, the the other sword, the the demon King Alant or whatever, has it. 
I believe he's wielding. No, he, it, right? he has a different version of it, and I think mm-hmm. it's uh, no. The real King Alant has a, a different version of it, and if you bring both those swords to the blacksmith, he'll make you like the uh, the sword with both of those combined. And the power Sorry. of it is determined by the world tendency, yeah, in the worlds that you're in. We'll talk about that. That's something that yeah on yeah. my wish list for the who uh, is remake. Yes, who is King Doran? Doran. Uh, I don't know. Doran? I don't know who he's king of either, or what he's king of. I thought he was uh, uh, Ostrava's dad. I thought that's who that was, and he was some other king of Boletaria that was. I don't know. He's supposed to be one of the hardest bosses, which he he actually was pretty difficult too. Like it took me a while to get my parries down with him, and like I did basically to him what I did to Havel, and just parry stabbed him to death with the demon yeah. rant. Yeah, um, but like I heard people say, yeah, he's really tough because he don't really fuck with you until you get him down to about 25% health. And then he'll like, okay, you did good. Here's the sword. And then you can take it. If you keep fighting him, he's going to be like, all right, so you really want to go. And then he'll like start fighting you for real. Old King Doran is also known as the last hero. He's a demigod Mm. of the ancient past, and he is the founder of Boletaria. Uh, so he got locked away by the false king yes. inside that shrine, and then you can only open the shrine by getting the key from the false king's son. Yes. Okay. So I guess that's it. He's an ancient. Because I mean, this even crazy with like bloodborne shit. Like this has to do with an old one, like an ancient cosmic being. Yeah. Which is very weird. Yeah. No, that's um, it's pretty dope. Um. Do any of the Dark Souls start off the way that this one does, where basically, like, this one reminded me a lot, because I just got done playing the um, Legacy of Cain, uh, Blood Omen. Mm-hmm. And both those games start the same way, where you're you're a guy, you go into the world, and you're supposed to die. You die, and then, and you know, Demon Souls, you're brought to the Nexus, where then, basically, you're introduced to almost a Mega Man-style like option screen in a sense where like you're there yeah. and you can pick which world you want to go to and you can go to them any way you want. Um, kind of very Mega Man-ish. Um, well, yeah. I mean, other than the, I guess that is completely true. I mean, other than the fact that there's kind of more of a way to go in this way in this game, but that's not true because with Mega Man, you can take the hardest route if you want. What's also care. interesting too is that each of these worlds is almost in Mega Man's fashion. Like, like uh, there's certain elements or certain things for almost each world to kind of deal with. You know, like if you go yeah. to uh, was it World Two, you're dealing more with fire element type enemies. You know, if you go to World Five, you're dealing with a lot of poison enemies and stuff like that. Yeah, um, you know, different things, different variations on that. So I don't know. Hey, give me a Mega Man vibe a bit. I mean, uh, which I, I thought was interesting. Uh, but I don't know, do any of the Dark Souls start off with you getting killed? Or is this something unique to this the Demon Souls game? Well, in Demon Souls, how did it start off? Did it, do they kill you right away? Yeah, you start as a dude. Yeah, you fight the giant demon. And you're fighting your way through uh, the castle. I'm assuming you're in Boletaria. The, and then you fight castle. a giant boss. Yes, but and you don't actually him. fight him again. No, and if you kill him, you get a special weapon. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, because Dark Souls does this where they start you off in an area where you're going to die pretty much. 
but no, you're supposed you, to beat you, it. You, you're not, you're no. not supposed to die. You, you can run out of there. You run out of there and you come back and fight him when you get a weapon. Yeah. The asylum demon. Yes. Mm hmm. Oh, and then he kind of does a similar. Yeah. So I guess maybe this is the only one where you have to die. Mm, okay. Interesting. You know, the other ones, I don't think the other ones you have to die. You can. Well, you do well. have to die. Because even if you kill him, you die afterwards. Like something else. I think the dragon blows fire at you or whatever. The dragon oh, yeah. god, the one that you have to like, that weird, uh, that weird like cinematic fight or whatever. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't remember that there being like a big. That bird carries you around for that first Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Dark Felka. Souls one, you can beat the Asylum Demon, and then the bird will take you to the uh, to the yeah. Fire Link. And but then if you come you back, should... you fight that second Asylum Demon. Did you yeah, fight him I, yet? I yeah, I beat that second Asylum Demon. He was hard for me. It took me a couple tries. Yeah, he wasn't too bad. He fought very similar. I died like maybe two or three times to him, but I just daggered him up. Like I said, it does that bleed to the flesh ones, and it actually takes chunks of health as you keep slicing at him. So, like, he, he went down pretty good. Nice. So, let's go over our thoughts uh, of Demon Souls. Uh, you're going to be the best one to talk about it with fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just got through it. Mm-hmm. And having because not first... played Souls. You know, this is your first Souls. You yeah. played uh, Bloodborne, um, yeah. but this is your first Souls. So, what did you think? I definitely thought it was interesting. Um, definitely the, the the levels are the hardest part about the game, not the bosses. The bosses, to me, most of them fairly easy. And Maneater, for me, was just like, you know, just some fucking camera shit, I guess. And, and, and a lot of it's probably on me for not, like, keep wanting to use the, the lock-on system and just needed to, just to let that go. I've learned that now in Dark Souls. So it's very helpful. Um, <clears throat> but other than that, yeah, most of these, and especially if you have magic, that's the other thing too. Magic breaks that game. Like yeah. um, the adjudicator, right? It's an interesting boss fight if you fight him traditionally. I, I actually did start off with a character that had magic. So I just used magic and physical attacks. I didn't realize how bad the game could be broken with magic. And I literally killed the adjudicator because you can start above him and you could just kind of walk down and and you could stay above him though and you just shoot soul arrows at that crow in his head and it does a lot of damage like a lot of damage yeah and mm-hmm. just kill him that way and you could do that to a lot of bosses in demon soul same thing with the tower knight the big uh the big knight that we were just oh, talking yeah. about earlier the you tower can knight. just hide behind a wall up there after you kill all the archers and just shoot magic at him, and he dies. It is no big deal. Tower so. Knight looks intimidating, but you can also just square up with him. I mean, he's yeah. not easy, 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 but, like, you can pretty much fight him. I mean, he's so big, mm. and he's, I mean, you're, you're fighting, you're punching his ankles. He's so big, you can get through him. Uh, I think he's a cool, good boss for in- introductory stuff because he's so giant, and it looks really impressive, and it's really fun. Uh but yeah, like and, and you know, magic is a thing that can be labeled broken somewhat mm-hmm. uh, sometimes. But I think that eventually it does its job to uh, in balancing itself out. Well, I think There's it does help, one... especially for people who might struggle. I guess a little more 
uh, with it than others. Like there's a lot of things. And I use the magic throughout. I mean, I used it in the beginning and I used it throughout, but I tried not to lean on it as much because yeah. I was kind of disappointed when I like, cause I killed the adjudicator. Then I watched the stream of somebody beating him after I had already did it. And they did it a completely different way by hitting. It. I was like, Oh, that's a more interesting way to fight this dude. And I was like, Oh, I just stood above and shot him. And I was like, Oh, that, that kind of sucks. Like, uh, so that I kind of started like, I used the magic to help me at certain points. And then of course, like I did not really do much with armor. So I used the warding when I got closer to the end to help give me some more defense as yeah. I ran around in, in certain areas, especially with the last boss. Um, I used a bit to help out there, but I just, I try not to break the game with the magic. Just use it in, in certain ways that I felt were more interesting. So yeah, that can, that can happen with these games where you'll find a fun way to fight something, but then if you're clever enough, there will be a way to fight something and make it boring and easy. And you can sometimes find ways to cheese certain things. And it's not fun, but uh, eventually you learn that you should count your blessings and take them when they show up. You know, like, don't get too like, oh, I got to make this harder on myself. Because sometimes these games will teach you a lesson for that. Like, I feel like you're going to learn that in Dark Souls and in <laughs> 2 is definitely going to fucking... <laughs> 2 is going to show you a couple of things <laughs> that you... Uh... <laughs> there was a boss in Demon Souls, the big goofy fat guy that has like the weird goofball music. I forget his name. With the big tongue sticking out? Yeah. Fat guy. Yeah, that's the adjudicator. That's the adjudicator. That's okay. About. Yeah. He's that... got the crow. There's a crow sitting on top of his head. Yes. Yeah, and I shot him with a bow. Damage. I, yeah, yes. I shot him with a bow at the beginning and then just walked down and killed him. But that music was so goofy to me. I didn't understand it. You know what's pretty dope, though, in that same level is the other two bosses of that level. Um, the blind swordsman. Yeah. He fights. He's awesome. I love that fight. Yeah, it's a pretty fun fight. And then also the storm, uh, the storm, storm beast. Storm king. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the storm king. Where you get to find that sword and you just like whoosh and you can yeah. just take down all the storm beasts. Get ready for Dark Souls That's... 3. You're going to get a nice uh, little demon yeah, sword. shut up. <laughs> moment um <laughs> all right so i'll, I'll talk about kind of I, I didn't mean to tell you kind of my me. thoughts i so i played demon souls at release i quit mm -hmm. obviously i came back beat uh flame lurker a couple years later and then i put it down again uh until i was done beating dark souls 2 you know dark souls well dark souls dark souls 2 wow i don't know why i'm dark souls 2 dark souls 2 <laughs> uh so i played dark souls 2 beat it all the way through then i went back beat dark souls 1 beat uh, three beat Bloodborne, and I was like, I need to go beat Demon Souls. So I restarted it. It killed three PS4 PS3s. I had to literally buy eight, like fifty to eighty dollar PS3s to keep. It killed my fatty, my original fatty release day PS3. Lived through everything. Blight Town or the Poison Swamp in that game broke it. I don't mm, know why. Geez. There's just something with that game's uh, Poison World. It did it to two other systems after that. Wow. And then I bought a, a fourth PS3, and it I paid eighty bucks for it, and it was a slim, and it fucking I finally could beat it. Luckily, mm -hmm. my save would go over, you know, into the cloud, and then I could just download nice. it. But um, I was determined. Uh, I did the dupe cheat because I didn't. I just wanted to like get souls, so I leveled up to like 
I don't know, level 40, and then just played the game. Um, so I've never oh, beaten it. Oh, not me, bro. I gave myself like 50 million souls. <laughs> <laughs> but it, did, and it doesn't do anything after a while. Yeah, it doesn't really do anything. That's why I just gave yeah. myself some health and uh, stamina, and then I like picked a weapon and was like, okay, I'm going to give myself like 20 strength or whatever, and then I kind of... Um, I duped a couple items just to be able to update upgrade it. I didn't max the weapon, but I upgraded it, you know, like twice uh after I got to the second world. Um I tried to be like this is stuff I would get if I could co-op and like could, you know, farm with friends and do stuff. Cuz the problem with Demon Souls for me is you can't really farm levels. It's very mm. slow to level. Like Yes. Dark Souls, you can just run around, find an enemy you're good at killing, and just murder everything. And, you know, you'll eventually get to a point where the XP slows, and you're like, okay, I'm strong for this area. I'm going to go through it, you know? There's certain areas in Demon Souls that can be farmable, like um, that, that the, uh, I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's in uh, 4 2, um, that like death looking thing that summons like these ghosts mm-hmm. and if you kill him it's like a four thousand soul pop every time and he's right by a um a transfer point to go back to the nexus yeah but you have to so go back ju- every time and reload yeah you can't yeah, just yeah, sit. it's a pain yeah it's a pain but also if you have magic though yeah you can shoot some of the storm beast from far off as well and they give you like a 1500 pop oh, also nice. if you bring that sword back to the boss where the storm king's at it repopulates with storm beast and it's like 1500 souls each you can get like almost 10,000 souls just killing those storm beasts or uh, maybe more like seven but um you can grind souls in certain areas you, you could do that uh but you're right though because like the, the other interesting thing about us is it like i said it's kind of a mega man thing it's not an open world in a sense like they're actually specific levels in Demon Souls, yeah, that you, five that you worlds, do. Mm-hmm. and they're separate. Like you have to come to the Nexus to access each individual world. And do any of the other Dark Souls games do that? No, the rest of them are all j- just one big overworld. There may be locations you have second. to. No, work. two on. is hub and spoke. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought I saw you had clicked out, Aaron. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Why my my thing glitched? Okay. No, that's fine. We're good. No. Two, you can make it... See, most of them... I think Dark Souls is one giant world. Yeah, Dark, with switchbacks. Two is also one giant world, but there's a couple of branching... Like, it's Dark Souls 2 is so big, it's not just one continuous thing where you can walk to everywhere. Yeah, well, the only you other game that warp. does what Demon's Souls does is Bloodborne. Yeah. You have your hub world, and then you teleport via stones. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Um, do you think in a remaster, a remake, actually, not a remaster, actually remaking this thing, do you think you want to see Demon Souls uh, connected or keep it the way it was? No, keep and it the way it, it is. It makes sense. Yeah, it wouldn't make sense to keep the way it was. They'd have to create, it wouldn't make no sense. Yeah. So uh, uh, let me just finish up. I, I loved it. Um, I had some things that I think that they already fixed in Dark Souls. You know, they fixed a lot of the issues I had, like nagging little things. But to think that it was the first of this genre, basically, it created its own genre is pretty goddamn monumental. Yes. And I even knew that it was special when I played thing. it originally. All right. And then you can go ahead, Jesse. Sorry. Uh, with me, I mean, I had played some Souls. 
with this game, I'm really looking forward to being able to play it again. Because just playing it on the three is a little cumbersome for me because I don't really keep my three set up. I really like the world system where it's like, it's really just five worlds. And uh, I don't know, man. I like it. It's just, it's it's more souls. It does get crazy, that one world that, where you do the man-eater shit, where all the elevators and some stuff is more fun than not. I don't, I'm not a big fan of the poison worlds, but From always puts poison worlds in their games. I just think that this game is, I've always thought it was really great comparatively to Dark Souls. Because like I kind of came back to Demon Souls because I had known about Demon Souls, but it was the same like Demon Souls and Dark Souls One, just kind of flew over my radar or under my radar because I saw them and I was like, ah, this isn't my dig. I wasn't really into like those kind of games yet for me. It was just like RPGs, action RPGs, or fighters, or retro. And this whole deep action thing didn't really click yet, but um. I don't know, man. Like, this game is really great. I love the way it's built. I like the magic system. I love the fact that this game may not have the most enemies and mini-bosses and bosses of all the Dark Souls games, but there's so many. You're constantly fighting cool things. Like, that blind swordsman boss was so cool. Mm -hmm. It's like, it was so fun. So... Well, what about the original blind monk or the the old monk one where you could technically get summoned in as a player and play the boss? Yeah. Yes, but when I first played Bl- Dark Demons, I think the servers were already shut down. Mm-hmm. So I've only played it same like the way yeah. the way Seth played it. I only played it zero server. Also, you got to remember Aaron, I didn't even I played through Dark Souls 2 and 1 without ever cro- uh co-oping. I didn't co. I didn't start co-oping Dark Souls until three, with you. No, we co-op so two. Two, maybe some. Yeah, I guess maybe some. I but, mean, um, I don't know. You you probably beat it already, but we co-op two before three came out because uh, Scholar came out first on PS4, oh, why, beat, and we played a ton of it. Yeah, I beat two on PS3, and then Scholar did come out, and I did get it on PS3 as well. Mm-hmm. But um, so I didn't really co-op very much, but. I mean, I don't really have anything extensive to say other than what you guys have said. Like, Demons is really cool. It was the beginning of this. Like, if anything, it makes me want to play Kingsfield, but I'm not going to. But um, it's just a really fucking cool package and a cool game. I'm super stoked to see whatever the fuck they're going to do. And I trust them. Uh, I don't need to, like, you know, give them a list of demands. But uh, I think it's really neat. I'll say this. It is very streamlined of a game. So, um, especially for somebody who probably has like some kind of OCD shit, right? Like going to Dark Souls from Demon Souls, Demon Souls, it was very organized because you can break up Demon Souls into, okay, one, 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 two, one, three, one, four, right? And then all the other worlds are basically one, 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 two. And then, I mean, two, one, two, two, well, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. the third one is just another boss fight. Like, it's, yeah, there is no that. level to it. It's you just straight to a boss fight. And two, three, it's right after the flame lurker's room is the dragon god. And three, three, right after um, the man eater, you go up the steps to the old monk. You know, like it, it's just right there. So it's it's very organized. Dark Souls. I am like, oh, shit is everywhere. And oh, yeah. you can do whatever 
whenever like Dark Souls kind of gets me a little nervous because like for instance I think I did um I went through the berg right and I killed that and then I went over into the garden area and killed the butterfly and then I went and fought the hydra and I did it kind of in that order and then I went to Blighttown and then did that and then I, I think I messaged you, Aaron, about it. You're like, "Oh, Blight Town's like late game." I was like, "Oh shit!" No, Did I Blight do something no, late no. game. Blight Town is basically no. It was Ann Orlando. He went or New Londo. I'm and, sorry. Oh, oh New Londo. Londo. Yeah, it was New Londo. Okay. You were like, "I went to the ghost place." I'm like, "Don't go there." Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe that's I mean, what it was. But Blight, but like you know, so like I'm kind of you know I'm doing stuff all over the place and. Like, uh, from my understanding, too, with the NPCs, every time you beat a boss, sometimes that can cause certain effects with the NPCs. And, like, it's one of those games that, you know, if you don't realize what you're doing, uh, you you can miss some stuff. Mm-hmm. You yes. know? So, yes. Demon yeah, you, Souls... You can, you can definitely, like, beat a boss and then not realize you just ruined and will no longer be able to finish three other people's side quests. Yeah. Because you like so yeah, that's why they encourage multiple playthroughs, and it should happen, uh, uh, organically that you'll want to play these again, even though you're gonna go through all these games in a row. Yeah, I'm uh, telling but, you, you should pick up a weapon at some point and be like, oh, I want to do an entire build around this weapon. That's generally how Dark Souls is. Mm. That's kind of what I'm doing right now with the knife. I'm my whole build around the mm-hmm. fucking knife. So, um, that's that's that. But with uh, Demon Souls, I feel like you you don't really miss too much with that. It, it, there, which is actually, I guess we can get into right now. A lot of their side questy things are tied to world tendency, and especially when you're not online anymore, that can be very problematic. Because yes. I heard that the servers and like the people on your server would actually influence your world tendency. Yes. Whereas for me, and I guess it's somewhat similar, maybe it's not as bad, but like I would turn on the game and sometimes I would be light and I didn't really know what the fuck that was for a while until like one time I kept dying. I kept turning human, which is another thing too. Dark Souls, I'm noticing that when I turn human, it doesn't give me a health boost. Mm-mm. But Demon Souls it gives me a pretty significant health boost to be human. Yeah, so it's 50% more. more. It's double. Or it's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, but if you keep dying as a human, you will turn your world dark. So what it does is it almost punishes you for sucking because if you keep turning human and you keep dying, well, then you make the level harder because you then know, you'll have I'm not. Extra- I'm not gonna. I'm not going to punish you for sucking, but go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> but um, if if you that's it, but um, <laughs> if you uh, <laughs> it's been a while since we have had a stupid joke. I was just it's, it's, no, it's good, it's good. Um, but if you if you if you keep dying, like you'll end up with like these red enemies that pop up next to the basic enemies, and then those red enemies are even a little tougher and hit a little harder than the basic enemies. So then now the run through of the level is harder than what it initially was because you kept turning yourself human and dying. Now, if you stay soul form, it doesn't do much of anything to the world tendency. It's just the human form. That makes sense. That's Which, why mine was never changing because I never went human because I was just playing solo. You know, there was no servers. I'm like, yeah. what's the point? Yeah, I started figuring that out after a while because then like, I kept dying 
and I think uh, this the shadow um shadow storm area, whatever it is. Um yeah. those skeleton dudes who roll around and stab you, I actually yeah. had a time figuring that out. Um they fucked me up quite a bit. And then uh, I finally got off. Is, Yeah, their aggression is scary. Yes. But if you can get them singled out one at a time, you can just lock onto them and just keep stepping back until they like get it out of your system, finish your somersaults, and then I'll hit you. But when yeah. there's like two or three of them, it's a bitch. Yeah, it is. You got to kind of single them out one on one. And then me, I did it by letting them, I'd have my shield. They'd roll into the shield and then they would do an attack and I could parry and stab and then one shot kill them that way. So that's how I ended up figuring it out. Um, that, but like that level, I died so much that all of a sudden, one time I start up the level and I think his name's like Suzuki. I think it's his name. And, um, he was just at the front door, red rolled up on me. One hit kill. Yeah. It's a red invader. I know who you're talking about. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah. So then I had to, I kept going back to the world and I kept working him over till I finally killed him. I had to like, I parried killed him whatever not getting touched by him and um mara no he attacked slow i think i did a lot of walking around and stabbing him in the back too uh, he attacked pretty slow and i got the hiltless from him which is the sword i actually use for most of the game the hiltless was a pretty dope sword if you pair that with the regenerator ring you're getting health back while you're losing health from using the sword so it washes and that sword's pretty powerful so i use that one and um, but you can only get that sword from him. You can get that sword somewhere else in the game. You can just find it somewhere, but you can only get it from him if it's completely dark world tendency there. Then I also find out that like in that game, there's other things you can find out if it's white world tendency, but there's really no concrete way of getting the world white world tendency. And that's the thing that's frustrating because it's tied to Beating certain bosses as you go will give you plus points to your world tendency. But that's really it. So, like, you can die as a human a bunch and turn the world dark and then open up the side quest dark world tendency stuff, basically, right? Yeah. But there's no real way to do that for white world tendency. And so that's the thing that's kind of frustrating uh, with it because there's a bunch of stuff. Like, one time I went into World 4 – and it just so happened to be White World. And I found the, I think it's the Mikado. Uh, it's like a magic sword. It's similar to the Hiltless. It's oh, strings yeah, yeah, yeah. in a similar fashion. Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 And I, and I ended up using that one a good bit of the game after uh, that because it's stronger than the Hiltless. It's a pretty strong sword. But you can only get it if you, because you know that trap that Patches pushes you in? He pushes you in that of hole. Of course. Yeah. Yes. Every yes. Game. Yeah. So when you fall in there, if it's White World Tendency, there's a dude who will be on the floor and you can grab the sword from him. If it's not white world, this dude will be propped up on some kind of rock structure and it's just out of your reach where you can't activate a, you know, press X and get the weapon. So, and there's a bunch of shit like that throughout the game. I mean, in the, when you're fighting the dragon God, uh, if it's white world tendency, right when you go up to the dragon God, you could turn left and this walkway will be clear and there'll be like a sword there. But if it's not, mm-hmm. it'll be blocked and you just you just can't get it. So. Yeah, that's that's something I'm hoping that they fix or at least clear up in the remaster. 
or the remake is just like just I guess maybe I'm wrong. Maybe because for some fucking reason, fucking Seth, sounds like you figured out how to use world tendency yeah. even with a game with no servers. Well, that's what I was like, going to say. Is uh, <laughs> I thought it was broken. And Seth's like, no, it works. It's just the bosses. Um, I just you just need better as- ways to get it to white world tendency because like, there doesn't seem to be much of a way for it. But like with the dark world, it's, it's easy. You just go to human and you die. Right, like it's fucking fairly simple, and um, you can make it harder for yourself. (laughs) And you could do it on basically that's your hard mode. You just do it that way, but uh, and then you you'll get weapons and shit for that. That's how I got this other sword uh, from this chick who was down there. Because like a lot of the like uh, there's NPC type characters. I say type because some of them are basically NPCs, and if it's white world tendency, you could just talk to them. And like they'll oh, interact shit. with you and stuff. If it's the black world tendency, you'll get a red version of them that will fight you. They call them black phantoms. Oh, and, yeah. And they will fight you. And then you can kill them and get their shit. And then you can, even if you go black world and you kill their black phantom, you can still go white world and still interact with them afterwards. Nice. So very cool. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah. So just. Uh, kind of going over what my hopes are and what I would like for them to do uh, for the remaster or re- sorry remake is I'd like them to just scrap the world tendency or make it something that isn't necessarily affected by online because yes that's kind of annoying I will agree with that don't make the world tendency thing something that is determined on like um a server mm-hmm. i understand like you know you know what do that kind of shit in an mmo final fantasy 14 or something. Yeah. i agree that makes a lot more sense there it makes but more sense to do like it this yeah, yeah you should there was also another weird thing where there were certain special weapons that could only be upgraded by like colorless demon souls right mm-hmm. you can only find those they're very easy enemies to fight and kill but they're only available to you if you go into the world at negative three dark world tendency. So not full black world, just negative three, which is just like, and there's no real way to gauge what number you're at. Like that's the real fucked up shit with it. Like there's yeah. no real yeah. way to, to process that shit. So you, you have this little icon. Yeah. You have like this little thing in a menu yes. that, where you see kind of a color, and you're like, okay, I think I'm at this tendency, but mm-hmm. not too sure. Yeah. yeah, and it becomes a mess where you're trying to figure out what even is my tendency. Either make it completely black and white clear, or yes. or, or 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 do whatever you want. Make and then pre- also have easier or at least more sensible ways to change your world light and dark. Because like if you're tying turning the light to your world to a white tendency to boss fights, we only got like fucking two to three of those to do yeah. that in. You can't keep doing those to change it back to white if you end up dying and, and going to the black world. So and I again I don't know if that was supposed to be their loop to have you like play it a second and third time and do better and clear the bosses and then have white world tendency to experience these different ways. Like in, in Boletaria, the first world, the very first level, if you hang a left right quick, right when you go up the first walkway, there's a like, uh, there's some steps that go down to a gate. 
if it's white world or black world tendency, that gate will be gone. And you can go through it. And then you can fight the, what is her name? Meralda the Executioner? Something like that? Something like that. And you fight her down there. Yeah. But you can only do it with those, like, tendencies. But, like, this again, this is all making me think that I need to look up because what it's making me sound like is like you're explaining shit. I never looked up world tendency differences. It almost sounds like there's so much hidden in oh, the yeah. game because of tendency. So yes, much is. is hidden. Yes. So and I just accepted that levels. and was like, fuck it. Yeah, Dude. there's whole sections of levels hidden behind tendency and shit. Like items, weapons, like levels, fights. And not like full-on boss with large bar health fights, but like... Um, basically like, um, Dark Souls, the Havel boss, like that, that fight, right? Yeah. Quote unquote, it's, it's like a unique fight, not technically a boss fight, but a unique, there's a lot of those unique fights in Demon Souls tied to world tendency. And, um, that would be interesting to see in the remake, in the remake, but like have ways to manage these world tendencies, that like the player can control more and it's not left up to whenever they plug in and whatever the server is and you know, whatever bosses they might've killed. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like even, even if it's to encourage replay, like I still think that sucks. Like I, it's, it's still kind of garbage to me. Yeah. Yeah. The remaster needs to find a way to, and look, man, I'm not here to say, show us everything first playthrough. Dude, Aaron Just, and I have been playing dark souls for years. There are still like NPC side quests we've still never done. Oh yeah, like with Dark Souls two, you'll see there's like what is it, Kane or some shit? There's two dudes. In oh, Dark Souls um, it's it's um something with a P. It's um there's these two guys. It's basically and they have separate quests and like you gotta do them both right in multiple ways to get them to either interact or not. And there's like there's a there's one thing to make us do things for playthroughs, but it seems like this tendency shit. It's like you play the game and you miss out on a bunch of shit. Well, yeah, because two so, doesn't have patches. It that guy is patches. <laughs> the dude that oh. gives you the soapstone. He that's why he tricks you into going into that area and then the gate drops on you. He's the patches dude, of that world. I was always wondering who the fuck you're right. Who was the patches? in two and that's why the other guy hates him yeah well when seth plays we you and i should just play a playthrough and then dog i'm about to put two in my system just to like update it and reinstall it yeah you know what we could do two all as you said it's a long game fuck you know yeah we could do a lot of that two has a thing that is so disastrous it's called yeah, soul I brought memory. Yeah, the last. Uh, who's next? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you brought it up about the way to pair up with people. Apparently, you got to be close to the same level because there's no yeah. password. The good thing is the the um, scholar brought in a ring. I, it might have been in the original, but there's a ring of the gods, and you pick a name, and it lowers the or it broadens the spectrum. So it you makes can, it slightly easier. Yeah. to link up. It makes it so bitch. you can jump like two ranks or whatever to summon okay. or be summoned. But anyway, but, we're but we can just demons. stay I mean, near each other and then we should be fine. Yeah. If we just do the but game yeah. together. Yeah, but the but back on Demon Souls, the world tendency stuff is the biggest thing that I think will be curious to see how they change. The other thing I don't think I wouldn't mind them changing 
is do something, I guess, a little more interesting with the bosses in the in World Five, which is like the Poison World. Yeah. Um, the first boss is just a, like a health region boss, mm-hmm. and he he's there's some stuff with him. He's not like the worst, but he feels very similar to like the Adjudicator. And um, I think there's another boss too, where you go in there and you basically just climb down to the boss. The adjudicator has a similar yeah. setup like that. And, and I think there's another about the leech guy and the poison. Yes. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, he's not too bad, and like it's just not as much. No, but you're right. Really notable. And then the other one, the, the basically Oscar the Grouch in 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 five two is just this big trash dude who just kind of runs around swinging his fist at you, and then you know sometimes you might get hit by some like fly shit or something. And uh, he's real simple, easy, and there's not really much interesting to him. So maybe a little redesign on those bosses would be kind of cool. I think all the other bosses in that game are actually pretty good to keep the way as is like it's they're pretty good they're pretty interesting yeah and it's a remake so i'm sure they're gonna kind of reappropriate like these attack patterns and mm-hmm. like dude that blind fight uh, i mean obviously we don't want them to remake the game completely to where they're making a different game because we want them to be able to contain what was demon souls but we want them to fix shit mm. so i'm kind of like conflicted and confused like Either this is just a port, or they're going to remake it, and some people are going to be upset. Uh, so everybody's always going to be upset at some point. Like I can't even worry about that. Just make it. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would say it. I mean, just don't upset me. No one will be <laughs> mad if they were just to kind of tweak some of the bosses to give them a little bit of a nice difficulty spike. Whereas, you know, I don't know. I really yeah, just the, want some them of the to. Bosses are a little underwhelming, actually. Yeah. Like a few, they're just a little too easy. Like you don't have to make them like punishingly hard, but like Dark Souls, I think has a right medium where the bosses, at least the ones I've fought so far, are you know they're, they they got a difficulty to them, but they don't feel like oh my god, like it's not, it doesn't feel that bad. <laughs> Three is where they get. Two has a couple, but three is yeah, where they're like, go ahead. Bosses don't have stamina. <laughs> Keep going down that ghost town, yeah. bro. See, see how what you keep talking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I got to the ghost town part. Uh, basically, got to the bottom. I, yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> well, I have to either kill the guy or give him a medal. No, so I can no, no, no. Oh, who's that? Who's the the guy on the roof of the yeah. house together. But oh, that's go nice, yeah. to where no, the don't kill him. Blue dragons are. I think there's a switch on top of a ladder, and it'll yeah. remove the flooding. Yeah, oh, yeah think, you'll find all that. You'll find all that eventually. Yeah, I think I got to get a key from him to get to that area. Um, yes. I just thought about killing him because fuck that guy. No, 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 no. Don't kill people, dude. Because okay. people have shit you need. You can, but... Ugh, I think you could like, kill him, but I don't think he has anything. Bro, but th- that's rude. <laughs> so rude, bro. But I want my fire link. I mean, back, listen, I, I, don't, kick... I don't have a flame in the fire yeah, link. Yeah, dude, anymore. I kick Lotrek, that guy, I kick him off the thing. If you just give him two kicks, forward and uh, R1 yeah. at the same time, you, you get a free ring, dude. And it's the ring of wanna, favor. I didn't want to tell you when we when, when Kalo and I were talking, like, when he's just, like, because I was like, be careful when somebody, st- when a pretty dude starts sitting next to your, your firekeeper. Oh, he's sitting there. He killed that and dude. It's like what I wanted to say was if you see some dude in gold armor sitting near your fire near that firekeeper, bro, 
kick him off the ledge before he can say a word. And then because he's an asshole. Leave game, come back, and you'll have a free ring. It's a really yes, good you ring know, too. It gives you health, I'm gonna do, stamina, I'm gonna and do carry capacity. Yeah. Oh, so did you look up his side quest? Because you, it's gonna I be did. some shit. You I did. did I I did look up the side quest portion of him just to see because I was curious because I know y'all told me that I can do a side quest if I let him go, and I think I'm close to doing it. I gotta go yeah. to Ando and Orlando. Right? Once yes, you get into uh, Ornstein and Smo area, his summon yeah. sign will be there. Well. It's an invasion sign, and then you just go in and you fight him. Don't tell him what you. Yeah, you fight him in a way, but uh, yeah, I'll fight him. I'm a. I'm a. I just need. I've a, never I'll beaten him. Out. I've never beaten him. Okay, cool. Oh, you didn't do it. I, I've done it. It's hard. No, I tried it, it like forty times, and then I was oh, like, I did it. I did it on like the second or third. It takes us. You need to use a certain ring. Oh, because there's a lot of kiting for me. I was trying to like run around, you know. That's what of... it's for. You need to use a certain uh... ring that makes you need. You have to use an aggro ring to uh... aggro them to you, so that you so can split them. You don't have to, but you, but it makes you it a one-on-one is... fight each time. Yeah. No, it makes it to where you're. They're always all chasing you. But somehow, whatever we're spoiling. But it's um, it's weird. If you look up the strategies, you'll I'll, see. It. It's I'll figure. I'm not worried about the strategies. I mean, I always figure out my own way of doing it. I mean, sometimes if I can parry it, the parry is a unique thing to give you invincibility. Oh frames. yeah, we forgot you have parry god status. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. like, I mean, if you if you parry, you get invincibility frames with the parry, and then with the stab. Yeah. So sometimes that can help mitigate when you're jumped. But it's still sometimes difficult because I've got interrupted in my parry by, like, the thieves. The thieves actually kind of fuck me up a bit right yeah. when you're going to the Kappa Demon because even if they're you parry quick. a thief, they're so fast that sometimes mm-hmm. they'll hit me before I can finish yeah. with the, the stab. And, yeah, that causes You know what I hate? Problems. When you parry and you are one and it doesn't let you do the parry. That happens to do. I did it to this uh, one of the fucking lizard dudes. I parried him like four times and then tried to do the stab and it didn't let me do it like four. And I think it's because he was on the steps Mm -hmm. and he was at a different angle and that's what fucked me. But it was like, come on. Hey, real quick. Distance and angles and shit. It's a bitch. Yeah. Real quick, Jesse. But, uh, you know, yeah, go ahead. It's Pate in Dark Souls 2. Pate, yes. Pate and another guy with a C. His name is, uh, his, his axe is in Dark Souls 3. It's the lightning axe. It's Creighton. Peyton Creighton. Creighton and Pate. They have the coolest thing, because for what I've seen is, other than the uh, other than Henri and the other guy in Dark Souls 3, uh, there's two NPCs that are like tied together, and Pate and Creighton. Pate have, is like, patches, thing, and like, he's been fucking, he, he's trapped, like he's tricked Creighton twice, and then that guy's like, "I'm gonna kill him." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. He I'm locks him up kill over him. by the fucking by the fucking chariot boss, and mm-hmm. like, eventually, you can find a way to get these two NPCs to meet, to where you can go into a dude, room and just watch them yeah. duke it out. You just walk and you in, and they're fighting. <laughs> it's so crazy because it's one of those things that Dark Souls does, or Souls games does. That's so beautiful, where you might not even know you're doing it. You know what I mean? And then yeah. you just yeah. you're in the Brightstone Cove. Thistledora or whatever you call it. Uh, and you're like Stone Seldora. Yeah, you're like, oh let me just walk over in this weird door. And then you hear fighting, you're like, oh shit, what's that? And then it's the two motherfuckers you've been walking around with <laughs> <laughs> fucking killing it's each other. Neat. Yeah, it's pretty That's cool. That's pretty dope. But um 
But see, some of that stuff too, like in um, getting back on with Demon Souls, you don't really have a lot of other NPC interaction too much with that. You can fill up your. There is one where you have um, the Silent Chief. Um, if you free him and he goes to your Nexus, he slowly kills NPCs one by one. That's yeah, very Bloodborne yes. too. Yeah. So, and I didn't realize that. So one time. I went walking in there and I was like, man, there's some dead people around here. Like, I was like, why did I got souls? Like, it was like, collect this soul. And I was like, what? I said, I thought I'd check this area out. All right, cool. I got some souls. Not thinking nothing about it because he didn't kill anybody important yet. From what I heard, he can actually kill every fucking NPC you have, mm-hmm. meaning you can't yeah. like <laughs> do a lot of shit anymore. You don't pay and, attention. Um, he'll kill everybody. Yeah. Yeah, so and that's the thing about Souls games is they're unforgiving. Like if you fuck up and kill up your main merchant, reroll goodbye forever. You no, you no longer have a store or get to New Game Plus, basically. Yeah, yeah. or like uh, Dark Souls Two or any of them. You can kill your herald, the lady who levels you up. Yeah, just guess what? Now you're stuck at level twelve for the rest <laughs> of the game. And there are ways to bring them back, but they're crazy ways where you have to like spend one hundred and fifty thousand souls. To revive, and I don't even know if you can revive. It's pretty much like I had, I had an example once, and you know, um, when I used to be in a band, and we had a studio. I left my PS3 there with the Dark Demon Souls, and I let my drummer's other band falsetto play. And the singer of that band decided he wanted to like play a little game, so he started my Demon Souls. And uh, my drummer, who was also the drummer in that band, Romulo, he told him, "Hey, be fucking careful with that. That's Demon Souls." And that guy joked around, and he killed my merchant oh in my, my demon souls. And I can't. I got to practice the next time. And then when I turn off my turn on my PS3 to like play games while we practice and shit, uh, I start my game, and the merchant is just attacking me in the nexus. <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck?" And I look over at my drummer, and he's holding his hands over his mouth, and he goes. I tried to stop him, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro. And I was like, what happened? He goes, Marcus wanted to play video games, but like, he didn't know. I, I tried to tell him, dude. I tried to tell him. Like, Souls is a, like, this whole series is a thing where you have to understand, if especially if you're playing on a PS4, because of the sensitivity of these trigger buttons. If you're going to put your controller down because you have to use the bathroom or get a drink of water, don't face your your NPC merchant or, or lady. <laughs> Because when you put, you know, these shitty fucking R2 and R L2, how they press themselves when you put the control down. If you by mistake swing on somebody, like if you swing on your blacksmith over like between you and the garden and Dark Souls, uh, he's not going to fucking make shit for you anymore. He's going to be like, fuck you. Well, they do give you three hits usually. Yeah. Yeah, You got to be a little careful. You can reverse it, but it costs like. 300,000 souls. Yeah, you would go to the guy uh, in the Gargoyle Tower who's doing the T-pose for no reason. Uh, He absolves your sins, and that's what that means. Uh, Okay. Also, did you do that in Dark Souls? Did you do... Have you gotten to the Gargoyle fight? Yeah, he did it. Yeah, I bet did that one. And you met the guy in there? What guy? In the prison? Or the other guy? No, the guy under the bell. On the roof. Under the bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a dude, like, you can join a covenant with him mm-hmm. or some shit like that. Yeah, right? and, and he has a weird stance. He's, like, in a lower T-pose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, if you ever fuck up and hit one of your NPCs, you go to him. If to, you get uh, cursed, 
you go to him too. He sells yeah, the if you get, curse removal stones. Yeah, if you get cursed or if you get an NPC to hate you, don't fight them back and kill them. Just run away, go to him and pay his price, and he will use the Holy Spirit to make them. There is a curse. There's an NPC um, guy I saw in um, one of the streamers I was watching doing a run. Um, one of the first uh, merchants, I think, in Dark Souls, when you're going through the Berg, mm-hmm. there's a dude who sells them. If you kill him, you get a pretty good yeah, sword. Yeah, you get the Murakomo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, the uh, it's the it's the Starts one with, with the a U. Yeah, the Uchi Katana, Uchi Katana, Uchi Katana, Uchi Katana. Yeah, Uchi Katana. That thing's okay, okay yeah. but don't let him fool you. It doesn't. Uchi bang bang. It doesn't scale. It doesn't yeah. scale well at all. Dex is a, a a tricky build type in dark any Dark Souls. They don't scale well. At least for mm. me, when I when I tried a Dex build in Dark Souls one, I was like, I'm gonna go get the Uchi Katana. Uh, well, we should probably wrap up here. It's gonna be three hours, so. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, no, we're getting off on a Dark Souls no, no, tangent. Well, I didn't want to like but... stop us by that. I was gonna yeah. go for forty seconds, but um, no. But I mean, so here's my want. I want uh, online to be a little streamlined and maybe not as punishing by other people on the server. Give uh, us passwords. My hope is PS Five is backwards compatible because. I'm sick of having to plug in a different system to play these games. I like having them all in one place. Uh, I think I'm so. hearing mixed. I'm hearing mixed shit about that, but um, I'm I've got the feeling that it it's not this yeah. PlayStation. I think I, the the stuff I've heard is maybe it might be PlayStation three and four, but not two and one. Oh, I don't care if, if as matters. long as it no, plays those don't four. Matter. It's just four. As long as it plays yeah. PS four, because I have every one of these games now on PS four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, and I don't think they're gonna do a three. I don't think dude. they can do it. I wish I would love for them to bring back the three, but I think it's gonna take a second, like a, like a separate device mm-hmm. to bring back the three. Dude, yeah. I'm so close. I just uh, got advertised uh, a Bloodborne Collector's Edition on uh, eBay, and they had a uh, physical for uh, the old hunters. It's a Japanese exclusive. That- oh shit. I want to buy both of them. They're each a hundred dollars, though. Mm. But I'm like my collection. Send me the links. I could set He'll them all up. Want to see it? I could mm. set them all up on my bookshelf. Um, the only yeah. thing that I'm looking, the only thing I want is keep the game how it is, fix tendency, or get rid of it, or simplify it, mm. and give us a password system. Yeah, yeah. Give me a. That's yeah. really what I want that's is. It multiplayer password which i think they'll do because they've been doing it on every game since uh two yeah uh, and I, I, love would, it. I love it i would also like to see a better balanced magic system yeah magic not to be so fucking strong to where it's a crutch it, it could be like considered a crutch um i definitely think it should be you know strong enough well and it should be relative option. yeah it should be a but relative it's not, option it's not that hack source bro like you can't just magic through the whole game it one shots every almost. enemy as you're walking really yeah i gotta go back and try it again start as a royal you, and just you, one you shot run out everything you well, no, in the beginning and when you start in bulletaria yes magic's overpowered but like later on you're gonna run out of mana you're gonna run out of curatives and some things aren't you can get rings and stuff to constantly regenerate you can get a sword and a ring that both regenerate magic constantly 
So mm. you you good. Like yeah, you will get to points. You're right, Jesse. As you get to stronger magic, you'll get to points where maybe if you pop it off too much, um, you'll run low to where you gotta use it. But honestly, all you gotta do is farm world three and you'll get tons of spice that'll refill your magic and just stay popping those and you will magic the shit out of everybody keep a fair distance and you will blow through that game it literally it destroys bosses the only one you'll probably have a problem with is flame lurker because he moves around a lot and you know but other than that yeah flame lurker you have to like you gotta dance with that guy Mm -hmm. yeah he's the only one that's gonna make you do some physical shit but but for the most part dude like the magic shit you can get super defense buffs you can get you know strong magic attacks multiple magic attacks like you can kill almost every boss with magic uh like fairly really easy so uh it it it, i don't know how bad i haven't used a single magic uh in dark souls yet so I don't know what how bad it is in relation, but in in Demon Souls, for sure, it's pretty broken. Don't use so, the term bad. Um, yeah, well, I'm not gonna tell you what to do, but in Dark it's Souls, not bad it's to use different. Magic. I'm not gonna say it's bad to use magic. Even I use magic through my Demon Souls run. I'm not saying it's bad to use magic. It just, I, I just, I, I don't. And I mean, you're left with a choice, right? So if you want to have overpowered magic in Demon Souls, uh, and uh, you can choose not to use it and just do it that way. But I, I think yeah. it's fun to be able to use magic and other things like that. But I don't know. I think it hurts when it's not as well balanced with everything. And and I guess that's the only point I would make is that if they're going to remake, like just maybe a little bit more balance with magic and what it does and, and how it affects certain enemies and maybe have some i don't know something deeper there to make it useful but not to be like a i can stand above the boss and just shoot him and not get hit at all and he dies so yeah yeah that might have been up to like level design a little bit with those things but yeah i think with dark souls magic it's weird because magic is different almost in each game and You'll see. I mean, it takes time with everything. So, like, they're all approached differently. This game is different because the way it has, it has spice. Other games have just MP bar and other shit. Some are easily or more easily regenerative. Regenerative. So every game is kind of different, uh, and they balance out. Like okay. magic is magic isn't overpowered. Okay. It's definitely not. You always need a good sidearm. Mm-hmm. Well, that that work. That's cool. It's good to know. I think maybe in uh, Dark Souls 2 I might experiment more with magic then. Um, but in Demon Souls for sure, it, it's it's really overpowered. Like I said, I was uh, I was one-shotting Storm Beasts in World 3 yeah. with magic. And in the you air. know, Dark Souls 2 is possibly the most... The, I, not, I'm, gonna say, I'm not going to say most because all of them really have cool magic. Dark Souls 2 is a good place to choose magic because it's balanced where it's like, it's not hacks. You're not hacking through the game easy mode. Dark Magic is never easy mode. It's the easiest in Demons. Mm. The rest of the game's going to give you some shit. Yeah, and, maybe when you first start out, you might notice some shit because you have projectile. Yeah. And obviously when you're using like the garb that you should be wearing with magic, you are going to be weaker. 
So if you want to wear, like, if you want to put all this shit into intelligence and magic wielding, but then wear heavy armor, it's like, why go half cock? Just go full dick and wear the magic gear that buffs your fucking magic spells mm-hmm. while you're that you're supposed to wear the magic gear while you're wielding magic spells because mm-hmm. that gear is going to do better for your spells. Yeah. But if you do like me, cause I always want to pay, I always want to play like half battle mage. I always want to be like strength with like medium heavy armor, but I want to do, uh, you know, pyromancy and at least have a couple of magic bolts. I'm spread a little too thin. None of my things are going to be that super powerful. But if you want to go full on, I'm wearing sorcerer's gear and I'm doing magic and I'm a glass cannon, so I'm going to die in two hits, but I can do really good damage. That'll start to build during that's, the Dark Souls series. And, and that's that's a good balance. In Demon Souls, it is not that. So that would be yeah. the only remark I have on that as far as changes go. So um, I don't know. Aaron, you got anything else on this or you want to... Um, no, Close I mean, I'm just really stoked to be able to play Demon Souls freely without having to like dig out a PS3 that works and hope it doesn't yeah. dis- get destroyed by fucking <laughs> Demon yeah. Souls. Um, yeah, man. And you know, like the hopefully the graphics are awesome. Uh, looks really good. So I think it will be. Yeah, I mean, I got like a little emotional earlier because I realized there's gonna be a day. Like I did like a little solo like tier single tier it was like probably two teardrops where i realized like when that remaster comes out there's gonna be a moment that's like oh my god we get to do this again but better this time like like i i'm so excited to play demon souls again i really want to and i have it but i don't want to play it on the three again with no servers like uh because i beat it i think i beat it for the first time a year and a half two years ago i'd gotten all the way to the end but never I'd gotten to the last boss thinking it was going to be this it, this giant fight and I didn't realize like no dude you walk into a room and you kill like an old man encased in like wrappings of wood like you just fight this piece of wood like hmm. this this like sludgy swamp thing yeah and it's like it, and that makes it even almost more emotional like wow like cuz that's King Alant King yeah. Alant yeah. is actually that guy and uh who succumbed to the beast and mm. the beast who was just starved for souls and i i had waited so long to like beat the game and i was like here we go the final boss fight and it was like this pitiful thing that would like slowly trudge towards me and do a little bit of poison damage and uh i'm looking really i'm really looking forward because there are so many cool parts of that game like every you know what i won't even say from I'll just say every Souls game. Because, I don't know, fucking Sekido got me on some weird shit. Because Dark Souls, Dark Souls 1, Demon Souls, those first opening areas, you know, Bulletaria, uh, the fuck is the place in Dark Souls 1? Uh, Undeadberg, uh, even in Dark Souls 3, like, dude, those first areas are so cool. They're just like these, they're almost like the same area. With like these zombies, and you're just walking around. You're learning this new perspective of this world and shit. And I love that. I love how these people make games, and I love it. And you know, whoever it is, if it is Hidetaka Miyazaki or Hidetaka Miyazaki, uh, God bless you, motherfucker. Stay indoors, please. Don't get corona. <laughs> we can't lose <laughs> yeah. you. 
Yeah, yeah, I, yeah for real, everybody. Just because you're over the pandemic doesn't mean the pandemic's over because we still know people who are still catching it. Yeah. People are still dying. So just be careful. You know, wear your gloves, wear your masks. Yeah, for sure. Hide man. your kids, hide your wife. Yeah. Well, that was fun, guys. Uh, that was fun. Seth, well, they, where can they find all of your dope shit? You can find it at whosnextgaming.com. Yes, sir. It's right over there. If you just type in the letters, <laughs> who's next gaming, you'll find it. Uh, you find everything over there. Uh, of course, streaming official who's next, uh, who uh, hard mode only for Facebook. You can see a lot of the little videos I share and stuff like that. I'm pumping out a lot of Dark Souls right now because that's what I'm on currently. And it'll probably be that for quite some time because I am looking to play through two and three pretty much back to back so um that's kind of the plan there's not really much coming out on the horizon that i'm too um excited for Uh, so i mean i'm you know just letting it go (laughs) and uh also you can also check out movies so bad they're good that uh podcast and there's the facebook group uh which is actually pretty big they've got about shit almost thirty thousand followers now something like that um so they, for movies so bad they're good yeah 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 yeah. there's like Dude, 25 30,000 followers on that so we do wow a facebook po- that's we awesome do a podcast yeah. with that huh that's crazy yeah no it's the guy ian i mean i'm not part of that facebook group per se like i'm in it but i didn't cultivate that mm. that was this guy ian uh, he started okay, but it. You do a podcast movie so bad they're good yeah yeah, yeah. with the guy who started the facebook group we kind of started that and he, you know, shares it on his Facebook group and kind of push it that way. I get a lot of hits on my website from it. Um, I started okay. working with him because my man Ryan, who I used to record with a lot, moved to Texas. And uh, he met up with this guy, Ian, and they started the group. And, um, yeah, like they're doing um, – it's, it's a fun little group. They do watch parties. So they will, like, find movies that are on Facebook that they don't, you know, kick off or whatever. And they just put on movies and you can join in. And watch the movie through your Facebook and like chat and talk to other people who joke and make fun and all that kind of yeah. stuff with the movies. I mean, like go. YouTube, YouTube has movies you can do watch parties. Actually, yeah. I didn't do enough research to remember it for news, but um, some major Japanese company is like doing some shit to start a new free anime channel on YouTube for free. And the 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 meme was like that bald guy who's upset at the at the soccer game. Because he's like he's Crunchyroll and like Funimation. Mm, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, like some official ass Japanese anime company is about to like start putting out like Naruto and Dragon Ball Z and shit like on uh, YouTube mm-hmm. for free. And yeah, you can do like watch parties and stuff. So that's yeah, that's pretty neat. So, yeah, the Facebook group does it. We cover like a bunch of weird, crazy movies. Um, I think one of my one of my favorite ones was um, Tammy and the T Rex. Where uh, Paul Walker is killed and his brain is put into a mechanical T-Rex and tries to fuck Denise <laughs> Richards in the movie. Sick. Yeah, it is a fucking weird, strange movie. And it's movies like that that we uh, we cover a lot. We just did Turkish Star Wars recently. Oh God, I've seen I've seen clips of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, yeah, I watched the whole movie. It was very interesting and very crazy. It had no plot, but you know. A lot of movies end up with that issue. So yeah. um, you can check it out. We do. It's kind of something in the vein of movies so bad they're good and those kind of – I mean not movies so bad. I'm sorry. I meant to say how did this get made. That's one of the bigger 
movies so bad they're good pod uh podcast stuff yeah and so it's something like that and um join the group you know i'm pretty sure if you enjoy this stuff and it's not all bad movies too the the, the group is a movie so bad they're good cult classics and camp so like they don't like they'll do evil dead they'll do a number of other things that aren't necessarily bad movies they're just cult classic and stuff and just like yeah, under like the radar. Something like, like Reanimator or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So like, it's a group that shares posts and it's a very active group. Like I said, it's like fucking almost 30,000. So um, yeah, check that out over there as well. Shout out to my manian. That's what's up, man. Uh, you guys already know it's your boy, Jesper954. Holler at me on the PlayStation Network. Holler at me on Facebook. Holler at me on Instagram. Uh, hit me up, guys, because I'm still I'm trying to figure out with all this residual in uh, energy I have from uh, losing my band, it's all going into podcasting and into this stuff, and I'm enjoying it. So, uh, hit me up, uh, other buddy earlier who was talking about your rock podcast. Holler at me, I'm James down. Hop. Yeah, I'm down to uh, to do some stuff, and uh, and always, you know, I, I'm gonna think I'm thinking about maybe getting my Twitch channel started up again and. Because that was fun the other day doing the Twitch thing. So that was nice. So uh, we'll figure all that stuff out. And it's always fun to be here and to do the goddamn show. So we've, you know, we've got the show lined up. We've got, you know, hopefully Nate will come on next time. I've also got a uh, special guest lined up for a future beyond that. And we keep on keeping on, babies. That's what we're doing. It's almost fall. Fall is the season, you know. Are the next-gen consoles going to drop? How is it going to happen? What's going to happen? There's a lot coming up, so there's a lot for us to be talking about in the near future. So we're looking forward to uh, gaming and being here to talk shit and have a fun Silly Goose time and report back to you guys. That's right, Silly Goose. Yeah, and you can find me, uh, Ted Danson IRL, on Twitter. on what ps4 <laughs> i think i'm just ted dancing on steam uh and yeah i'm twitch i'm streaming on twitch on our twitch which is uh twitch.tv forward slash nerds the podcast all one word uh and yeah you know we love you guys i'm tired yeah. clearly i'm fading <laughs> yeah he's fading i gotta edit this so we miss you we, we miss you keith it's almost midnight that's right we it's 11.24, baby. Come on. That's almost midnight, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Take care of yourself, guys.